Hello and welcome to another episode of Trash Taste. I am your host for today, Gig United Kingdom, Arizona. <laughs> and with me today are my usual co-hosts, the 93% and the hentai boy. That's me. And today That's we also have our very first guest with us today. Official guest. Official Woo! guest. Woo! Who are you? Do you want to introduce yourself? I'm Chris and I make YouTube videos <laughs> YouTube about Japan. What's your channel name? Abroad in Japan. It's a clever pun because oh. my surname is Broad. Abroad, abroad, abroad. <laughs> really clever. That took me a long time to figure out, actually, because when I heard that you were like, "Oh yeah, I'm Chris." Broad. Holy sh! I just fucking got that. Now. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, I, I didn't know serious? that. No, no, I'm just like, holy shit, that's genius. Wait a minute, abroad. I, yeah. I, I didn't realize that. It's really I just yeah, thought yeah. it just happened because, to be because when I because <laughs> when you said that, right, like you were like, "Oh, my name is Chris Broad." I, I, I didn't I, say my name's Chris Broad. <laughs> but I met you, did I? Oh, no, no, but like, but like, because I, because you know, I heard like the abroad in Japan thing, and I was like, oh, it's probably a pun. But right. I'm like, it's too good to be a pun. It's yeah, that good. It's so that it's good. Very, yeah, it's very kind of yeah, too yeah. coincidental. I was like, Chris Broad can't be a real name. <laughs> How long did it take you to come up with that, or was I it don't just remember. like? Remember, I think my first year. My, I've always hated the name Broad, Chris Broad. It just sounds right. awful. Well, I'm like, Chris Broad. People go, we should have like a second name that's easy to pronounce. Broad. You can't fuck it up, can you? You can't fuck it up. But when I came to Japan, I thought, wait a minute, I can actually use my name for once in a pun that's clever. Oh my God. I, but I didn't tell people my name was Chris Broad until three years into doing YouTube. Oh, really? And then when really? I like Chris Broad, people were like, wow, that's clever. <laughs> wow, that's clever. Because like, I How think that's- that joke for three years? <laughs> I think that's more effort than either of us put into a, like our usernames You're combined. <laughs> the anime man. Like, how, how did you come up with that name, Joey? I'm a man who likes anime. <laughs> End of story. <laughs> That's an interesting point actually, because you've kind of like solidified yourself into I've really anime. fucked myself in that aspect. Well, yeah. like, I can't do anything else now. At least abroad in Japan, right? Like it's, well, it's but, but basic no, I, I was, enough. Could, my, right? my point was gonna be, you know, that's kind of the same boat, right? Where like, do you feel like you could make you branch out with that name like that? Well, like, well abroad in Taiwan. Yeah, just like yeah. the second channel, abroad in <laughs> Kazakhstan coming soon. Wait, before we get into that, do you want to explain what kind of, con right, of course, what kind sorry, of content you- We're getting sorry. ahead of ourselves. Sorry, do you want to explain what kind of content you do? Uh, just about Japan, isn't it? <laughs> okay, well, I'm really bad at selling myself. I, I feel like if anyone has watched a video about like life in Japan or an experience yeah. in Japan, odds are they've come across your channel. I hope so. I mean, you are I technically the biggest J vlogger right now, right? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I'll I think I you am. are. Yeah. In terms of sub size, I'm pretty yeah. sure. All Modest. the comments are going to be filled. He's yeah. not, he's rubbish. There's <laughs> next one and this one, but. Yeah. I mean, I, when. Oh, sorry, go ahead. Yeah, because whenever, like, whenever I was watching videos about Japan, you would be the name that would always pop up. Yeah. And this, this was like going back years ago. We'll, we'll get back, uh, we'll get back to that in a bit, but. For now, do you want to open our beers? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Boys. The beverages, boys. I, I, was, I was just eyeing this up for ages. And I'm like, can we just open beers? Let's get some and some ASMR going. Come <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, my dudes. That smells good. Can Pine I? Kampai. All right. Hmm. So like, I think a good topic for today. Oh, that's good, that's a good move, Joey. Yeah. <laughs> Joey, Joey chose pineapple strong zero. I didn't know Kirin had like a brand of strong zeros. It's now. called Kirin the strong. The <laughs> strong. The strong. So it must be better than strong zero. Kieran's yeah. prime cell. If, <laughs> if, if any of you ever come to Japan and uh, you, there's one beverage you should try out, if you do drink beverages alcoholically, then strong zero. This all, is all like- strong. This is like what we call the, the gaijin killer is what you guys called it, right? The guy, it's colloquially the gaijin killer. <laughs> because it tastes like juice, but then yeah. you realize it's just as strong as like a wine. Yeah. Uh -huh. So you just get fucked. But, but like it, it, like percentage wise is as strong as a wine. 
I don't know why. It fucks me up way harder than oh, yeah, any yeah, wine yeah. I've ever I had. Think this ever- is carbonated, I think. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. I think I've blacked out every time. <laughs> when Strong Zero is involved in the night, I end up normally like not remembering. Strong Zero yeah. hangovers are easily the worst, I reckon. Well, the last time we drank Strong Zeros, like I, I don't remember like half that <laughs> night. And then I, I woke up with like the most searing headache. I was like- Yeah, it's horrible. <sighs> Do you guys remember your first Strong Zero experience? Yeah, it was No, a- I blacked out. When I was a teacher up in North Japan, we had like an end of year party every year. And that was like the one drink everyone drank. And I just right. woke up on a beach at 5am, like face down in the sand, <laughs> surrounded by six cans of Strong Zero. Like six cans is formidable. One is like, yeah. you feel it. Two is like, whoa. Three is like, oh God, no. And well, after that, it's, it's blackout face. No, I, How I, did it I, take yeah. you, Connor? Before I, you had- I think it was like the very first time. I think it was like three or four. Three or yeah, four. for some reason. And I, I can normally handle my alcohol pretty well. It doesn't like, matter. That, it's something night. about Strong Zero, it right? It doesn't matter it doesn't. how much you think you can hold alcohol. Yeah. After three Strong Zeros, it's like, Inhumane yeah. territory, right? We're, like no one can handle it. Because we're like three three Brits and an Aussie. We're very, very used to drinking, but for some and th- here's the thing. Every time we every time I see someone you try strong zero, especially if they're from the UK, they're like, This is this nine <laughs> yeah, percent? Well, yeah. This isn't gonna fuck me up, please. And then they have like two cans and they're like wasted already. And then yeah. third can is like, I'm blackout, I cannot remember this night. And I don't know what it is about this particular drink. Shochu. Just, Maybe because it's shochu. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's the greatest prank you can pull on your friends though when you bring them to Japan. Like, give them three. <laughs> It's just like fizzy water, it's fine. And then, it's, and it's then cra- things happen. It's crazy that businessmen just drink them at like, I yeah. see I see them at like, I think 1 p.m. sometimes, just having one outside the combini. Yeah. I'm like, damn. Well, if I it's re- the p.m., it's time to drink, isn't uh, it? Yeah, honestly. <laughs> seriously, they're not playing around here. I'm like, damn, okay. Now they've got to optimize all the free time they have. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I could be back and work 20 minutes. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, can, I can slip one in. <laughs> so I guess a good topic to talk about today is basically, uh, just, I guess, our origin stories of YouTube and just our thoughts on YouTubers in, in general. Because we're all three YouTubers. Normally, we just have anime YouTubers on, but now we have yeah. like someone else who does something a bit different. Someone else. Who, yeah. is, <laughs> who would have thought that the first official guest, guest of this anime podcast is someone who has no idea about well, anime? Well, yeah. Yeah. I've seen Satoshi Kon and- uh, at, at, Like in person? <laughs> Down the pub. No, yeah, it's true. I'm in the church of like anime. Like three massive anime YouTubers, it feels like I've <laughs> committed a crime just by being here. Like it's a sacred, holy ground. No, it's it's uh, really weird, right? Because you've watched Satoshi Kon, which is more like cultured than a lot of anime fans, like who are very much yeah, into one, anime. Yeah, one, one of the priests hasn't watched, watched any Kon. of them. So yeah, I've watched any Satoshi Kon. So <laughs> I guess I know I'm terrible. He's like, look, he's laughing at me. He's like, no, he's I, like, I, I, like, I'm, I'm laughing because you referred to as one of the priests. Yeah. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't refer to myself as one of the priests. If you ever need to rebrand this podcast, the priests of anime. <laughs> <laughs> the anime church, one of the three family friendly. Yeah. Of anime well, then that's perfect, right? So, like, hopefully, by the end of it, we can hopefully like try and convince Chris to like maybe give you know a few of our recommendations a go, and then Chris yeah, can hopefully pursue Connor I'll, and I'll everybody it. who's watching and or listening that doesn't know anything about Satoshi Kon to watch Satoshi Kon stuff. <laughs> I agree. That's that's a good challenge. <laughs> if you're up to that task, Chris, <laughs> I'm up for it. Like, I'm open-minded. I anime I watch is good. I just I never really got into it as a kid, really, apart from Pokemon or I mean, I, I watched Digimon. 
as we right. talked about, Joe, and uh, just that put me off. <laughs> um, I'm under the impression Digimon isn't the most respected anime. So, yeah, I mean, it's got I'm, its diehard fan base, I think. Right. You, are you part of that fan base? No, oh, no, but okay. I know, I think I made a joke about it, and there's like a new season. People got pissed at me yeah. when I said, I'm not watching this. Because it's, oh. like, it's like a lot of people's childhood, right? Yeah. Because I, I grew up on Digimon. Um, so, I mean, I wouldn't say I'm a diehard fan, but I definitely, definitely I, enjoyed it as a kid. I played the game. I, I don't know which ones I oh, played. I didn't even I get that far, right? I played like their, their like Smash Bros knockoff. That was pretty fun, I think. It was a Smash Bros knockoff? Yeah, Digimon? Digimon Rumble Arena, it was called. They made like three of them. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Were you aware of that? <laughs> I wasn't aware of that. The only thing I'm aware of now is just the theme chain stuck in my head. <laughs> it's not Did even the good not? one either, it's the English one. <laughs> At least like- Bruh, the, bruh, the English one's the good one. Nice. What can man. I say? You, if Japanese you listen to the Japanese one? opening, it's fucking epic. <laughs> like the, like the, the, it's like, uh, you probably heard it. It's like the- Oh, that's a song I hear at karaoke. <laughs> so it's completely different. Yeah. So Digimon, Digimon, No, no, no. They pulled a Dragon Ball Z, right? Where like Dragon Ball Z Japanese opening was like actual proper songs. And then and the English good. one was just dragon, dragon, ball, <laughs> dragon. It's like- Boy, that was hype though. That was hype. Yeah, that's come hype on, opening. come on. It is hype opening. But I just love how it's like, all right, we got a show called Dragon Ball Z. What are the lyrics going to be? How many times can we say the title of the show in the song? Bro, that's like big brain mode though. Exactly. I think the only other lyric is come get me. Yeah, exactly. Right? <laughs> Dragon Ball opening. I do not remember this at all. You don't remember the English Dragon Ball opening? No, I think I'd, it's like, I forgot that. It's so epic. It's, like, so, it's so iconic though. How, how did you forget? Like, yeah. like, the I, I think, I think the one piece rap is like blocked out all childhood <laughs> like English openings for me. The one, see, I had the, uh, I had the pleasure of not growing up what, with no, that. Like, what do you mean the pleasure? You had the, you did the, the displeasure. The displeasure. <laughs> Great rap. <laughs> so like question to you then, Chris, because a lot, obviously in our circles, a lot of people we know came to Japan or moved to Japan, yeah, yeah. like based on, somewhat based on their love for anime and that's us including so like, why did you choose to move to Japan if anime wasn't like a big reason or any oh, reason? That's, yeah, that's asked a lot. I, I, I always feel like guilty by coming to Japan and not knowing anime or otaku culture. I mean, it's fine, it's not yeah, it's, it's, I, I just, uh, growing up, Japan was everything to me. It was so, such an amazing, mystical, wonderful country. Everything I used, everything I did, every craze was Japanese in some way mm. from mm. Pokemon to Nintendo, Sony. My first camcorder that I often used was Sharp and Panasonic mm. after that. Like, mm. I know Japan always felt like a country I wanted to try and visit and go to, mm. but being British, if you look at a map of where <laughs> Japan is, where the UK is, it's like, oh, we're not going there. <laughs> it's so far. Like, to, to North American viewers, though obviously it's still pretty damn far. If you look yeah. at the map, it's like, oh, it's not that far, it's some water. Yeah. But Japan's so damn far. And so I thought, oh, I'm not going to go there. But then I thought about teaching English and Japan came up as an option. And it was the only country I ever thought I'd want to teach English in and actually immerse myself and learn about the culture. Um, so in a nutshell, that's kind of it. Mm. Was more so even right. before all of that, like you were already set on like leaving the UK at one point or? Oh, absolutely. I always wanted to live overseas and travel somewhere in right, Asia. Right. right. And so so just, where would have been your second option if you'd never gone yeah, to Japan? Yeah, yeah, I was going to ask that. Second option? Yeah. I don't know if there was a second option in Asia. It was kind of like Japan or nothing. Oh, okay. Wow. okay. Oh, wow. Just Japanese culture really excited me, like all the stuff I've seen about it. But Because I, 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 I watched your first video last night. I was doing some research. Oh, to, yeah, <laughs> and, and the vibe you that gave video. off almost was like, 
all right, lads, I'm in Japan. You know, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I've just La- landed. Lads on, like, lads on tour. just kind of like, oh, I just ended up in Japan. <laughs> Might fuck around and stay a little bit. You know? so that's, that's, that's why I got the impression. I just thought it was like a thing where you were like, all right, fuck it, might move to Japan. You know, yeah. that's kind of like the vibe I got from the video, I guess. It, but obviously hearing that, I'm, I'm like kind of shocked. But then I could also see a British person not wanting to seem like obsessed with something because that's uncool in British culture. Yeah. No, it's not that. I mean, the trouble is like, yeah, most people who come to Japan are interested in the anime and stuff. Yeah, and yeah. I, I remember doing a Japanese class at university on the side and I was like the only one in that class that didn't really watch anime. I was like, oh God. Wait, wait, wait. I'm, I'm like, I'm learning Japanese and I'm the only one who doesn't watch anime. Yeah, I was the only one in the room. And really? I was like, oh God, if I, am I going to work? Is this going to work? Like, <laughs> do you need to know anime to, to live in Japan? You need to be into that sort of That's part so of the culture. Funny, <laughs> Um, but no, I, I think I was just drawn to like how the culture is very different. One of the things I studied was cultural discourse, which is so boring that I never talk about it. And I was really interested in cultural discourse and language. And hmm. uh, Japan kept coming up in the studies. And that was actually one reason. But I never talk about that just because it's so boring. That's what, what the podcast is for. Yeah, yeah, yeah this is this. Yeah, I yeah. never heard of social discourse. So I, I, like, yeah. What does that entail? Well, like? just like how everything in the culture just is just so different the way people communicate, right? Mm. So indirectly. Um, there's just so many. There's such a different mindset in Japan that is so incom- incomprehensibly different to s- most other countries. And I started learning about that, and I really wanted to kind of immerse myself in that. Yeah, hmm. yeah I mean, that, I think that's definitely true. Especially having moved here and uh, lived here for a little bit, we discussed that like a bit on like our last podcast where we discussed Japan. Yeah. So, what was it that made you decide to make like YouTube videos about Japan, or was it just? You you decided yeah. to like kind of vlog your experiences. Did or, you plan that before? Yeah, or was that just like you turned up and you're like, this seems like a good idea. It was an idea at the back of my head. I think I'd always been int- interested in filmmaking, but I kind of kind of threw that dream away because it's yeah. quite hard to get into the film industry in the yeah. UK, <laughs> yeah, as you guys might know. And so yeah. I was like, I'm, that's not going to happen. But then I got here and I was like, oh, you know, I might make a YouTube channel. And actually, before I got to Japan, there wasn't many YouTubers in Japan, and I was like, I'm really excited. What's Japan like? And I went on YouTube, and there wasn't a whole lot going on. No offense to the the YouTubers in Japan pre <laughs> then, pre 2012, but it wasn't much. And I was like, ah, okay, maybe I can fill that void and take my hobby of filmmaking and my dream that I've forgotten and actually mm. kind of use that and do something with it. Mm. Um, so I hadn't watched a whole lot of YouTube up until that point. Right. And I kind of draw, draw a lot of my influences from British TV and other, rather than other kind of vloggers and other YouTubers. Yeah. And yeah, I, because like, I, I think anyone can agree that like, if you watch any one of your videos and it definitely has more of like a TV vibe than like a traditional like, hey guys, yeah, I'm in Japan yeah. kind it, of vibe. It doesn't you know? feel like a, an iteration on YouTube, which a lot of channels that come into it newer do feel like they're trying to emulate a style mm, but build yeah. on it. Whereas <laughs> I feel like maybe that is what is so unique about your your take on, on the J vlogging. I mean, it? yeah, I don't have anything against vlogging. No, no. no, no. <laughs> but I, for me, the thing that excited me was ma- the idea of making like a crappy, low-budget TV show rather yeah. than like a vlog about Japan. Yeah, That's it seems like my guiding star. It, it, it get, get, gave off the impression of like a BBC, not not a BBC show, but like a short you'd seen like on on a show or like a news broadcast about. Japan or about a different culture and yeah. that's I think I think that's what like how I found your content at first and you mentioned being one of the first people to do vlogs about or not vlogs but like videos about Japan high quality vlogs high quality <laughs> vlogs do you remember the scene back then of what vlogs were like it was like about the what, shaky cam yeah 2012 right oh jesus i mean 
Yeah, I just remember it was, like it was, FPS Russia, and that's like all I remember. <laughs> I was like blowing I was shit up. Yeah, I mean, really FPS Russia was probably like the high <laughs> epic meal time. Yeah, yeah. Oh. <laughs> Those were good times. Though. I feel like that was the yeah. golden era of YouTube mm. in uh, a sense. I don't know. I, I feel like every era has its its own thing to it, and I think it's easy to look back and be like, "That was the best time." Forget about all those people f- filming their TV playing COD. Like, <laughs> oh like, yeah, like, how could we call that the golden age? You know what I mean? Stick like, a I, camcorder in a shoe to like prop it up. <laughs> like, level. Yeah, because I think was was Charlotte in Japan the only like vlogger really before? There was a few. Or? There was uh, Michaela, Rachel and Jen. Rachel and Jen actually. Oh, okay, yeah, okay, there, okay, okay. there was a uh, Give Me a Break Man, Victor. Um, there was Tokyo Kuni. Yeah, yeah. Like I've I've come to like know a lot of the J-vloggers that live oh. here, like since like, it, the J-vlogging community is so small in a sense mm, that like yeah. once you know a few, you basically know everybody at that mm, yeah. point eventually. And like, yeah, I mean, you know, meeting Chris and like meeting a bunch of other like small, newer and older yeah. vloggers. It's like, it's really interesting to see like just how big it actually is because on the surface, I think if you, if you don't know a lot of them, right. it does just seem like Chris and a few other people. Yeah. Whereas like there's just so many and that's how you works, isn't it? Really? You can kind of easily stay in a bubble if you want to. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, how do you feel about the current J vlogging scene, though? I don't know, really. I don't. I'm friends with a lot of them, but I don't. I mean, I don't watch that much. I don't because I live in Japan. You know, I don't really want to watch other other Japan stuff. <laughs> no. I, I do my stuff. I spend ages working on a video in a room. I upload it, and then I go off and drive around the mountains and go. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Don't quote me on that. <laughs> I yeah no, I've kind of felt like to be disconnected from it a little bit. So. Do, do you ever like see uh, a video made by another J vlog? You're like, fuck, I wanted to do that. Like, yeah, sometimes. Do, um, do you just scrap it if that happens, or what's the? Game I remember plan? I was I was thinking of doing a day in the life series, and then uh, YouTuber called Paolo. Yeah, yeah, I've seen. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh, he's done it. All right, fine. Oh, I did. You can't <laughs> yeah. do a carbon copy, right? Yeah, now, so. I can't. And. That's fair enough. He's done it well. If he didn't do it well, then I think- But you, oh, did, you, better, but you right? did something similar, like with yourself. Like you did, did like I? a- Yeah, you did, <laughs> did like I? A, you did like a day in the life of like abroad in Japan. On a bicycle. No, 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 no. Like I think the thumbnail was like you and a Shinkansen. Oh yeah, I did it once, many yeah, years yeah, yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah. Maybe he got the inspiration for his You never know. It's day definitely did. <laughs> but I, I feel like where it is maybe, uh, maybe like a channel like Paolo uh, is, I feel like it's more really 100% based on what is happening in the video and what's being shown. But I feel like at least with your channel, it, there is a lot of your humor, which is kind of crucial to the style yeah. and, and to the video. Mm. So I feel like if, maybe if you did do it, if you added your own humor into it, but then you don't want to get in the way of the thing that you're trying no. to do. I know if I did it, then loads of people comment. Oh, yeah, it's true, it's true. true. You don't oh, want to deal with rubbish. that yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, so that's my main thinking. Um, he's done it well. He's, he's covered like interesting people. When I say mm. day in my life, I don't mean me. Mm. The day in my life is rubbish. <laughs> it's like me sitting in a room matching up my socks. Going, <laughs> yeah, that's, sock. that's literally my life. That's, that's reality. Matching up socks. <laughs> matching up socks and doing nothing. No, because um, yeah, I feel like exactly the same where I, I there was a point when I tried to watch like every other anime YouTuber or, every, or everyone in my sphere. And then it just got to a point when it just became like stressful because you, you just yeah. watch other YouTubers and you're like, oh man, I want us to do that topic or I want us to do that topic. Yeah. Um, and now like pretty much I just keep up with what my mates are doing and you know, some other people. Yeah. But like, did you guys ever go through that phase as well? I did, but then like very quickly, I realized like just how, again, like same with J vlogging, just how broad anime YouTubing is and how many topics there were covered. So like, yeah, yeah at that time I was like, oh man, I wanted to do that idea or I want to do that idea. But then after a while I was just like, fuck it. 
people have already <laughs> done this. I'll fucking do it. And like, I can put my own twist on it and I'm sure my audience will enjoy it. And if they're, you know, if they're so willing to be like, oh, this is just a copy of so-and-so. And I'm just like, well, I, had a pro- I had a problem. I was doing a video earlier this year about things I'll never understand about Japan. And I was working mm. on it. I was like, wait a minute. Someone's done this already. And it's Joey. Because <laughs> <laughs> he was like bad. 12 things I'll never understand about Japan. Mine would be like 10. And I was like, shit. Can't do that. No, mine was got two more things about Japan I'll never understand. Yeah, is that an extra one? <laughs> so at the end, I just call it what I'll never understand. And that. I mean, it still did well. Yeah. yeah. yeah I, don't, I, I don't think I've ever really watched many YouTubers aside from YouTube, I think. And I never really worried about overlapping at all because I was pretty confident that I was doing the stupidest shit that was available. So I was like, I was like, no one's as willing to embarrass themselves as me. So I'm pretty sure I've you got You are this. kind of an anomaly. I mean, you were called the 93% for a reason, <laughs> yeah. you know. Do you know why it's called the 93%? Because he's a white male. At one point, my audience was, uh, well, I'm not gonna say for some reason, I know why, uh, was, was 93% female. Yeah, at uh, some point, which, was, in the, which in the amateur world was unheard of. No, yeah, because yeah, it was normally the other. It's way a around. massive sausage yeah, fest. Yeah, it is. It normally it is. is. It's you know, dudes arguing about you know which Naruto power up is the strongest. You know, <laughs> wow, that's quite impressive. Is it like that now? No, it's, uh, it's like sixty forty now. Uh, so it's melt. But I mean, you know, it's still it's quite good. impressive. I mean, at the time, yeah, I guess. I mean, because I was covering mainly anime shows or doing stuff. I was doing like prank calls as anime characters from shows. That were like more female oriented. Uh, and that's the secret. Doing the British, you know, like British butler, you know, like Sebastian, yes, you know. <laughs> I would like call up McDonald's and tell them, oh my gosh, no, it's not working. <laughs> and, then I and, and I think like the reason why like Conan did excel in that is because mm. again, that what he was tapping into an audience, like a female yeah. demographic that literally none of us were tapping into. Yeah. Mm. I, I feel like a lot of people on YouTube are really like, Unoriginal. <laughs> like they don't, they never think outside of like, okay, if it's the anime community at that time, it was either talk about anime or make a show where you talk over anime and do make them say things they weren't saying. Yeah, right, 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 and yeah. no one was really th- trying to think like, what else can you do with this medium other than talk about shows and yeah. do that yeah. thing? And I was like, well, I kind of like the abridging, which is like you redub anime, but make yeah. them say horrible yeah. things. Um, but I didn't like how that took like a month to make. So mm. I was like, all right, I'll go in the middle. I'll take these characters and just, prank call people with them yeah, and do the voices. And it kind of was like a happy medium of like messing around, but also I can interject a lot of my personality into it. Slowly built it up. So yeah, but I haven't done prank calls in so long though. Yeah, yeah. I, was, I was about to say. Yeah. Cause for me, like I, I, do you guys remember how you started to find your style? Cause I, when I completely start, when I started YouTube, mine was completely, here's, I'm gonna try and rip off zero punctuation. And this is just my no, style. Oh, do you remember yeah. your old Twitter bio? Cause I do. I did. His not. old Twitter bio was uh, oh, like. How do you uh, remember uh, it this? Was like, because I think I remember clicking on it for some reason. It was like, <gasps> I'm that other fast talking British guy that is. Oh, was <laughs> actually no way. I think yeah. I think it was like I'm the other. You oh, know, that's so like, embarrassing. It was, like, it was like not Yahtzee or something. <laughs> <in your> bio <laughs> not Yahtzee. Because that was always my top comment. So I was, I was just like, let's just, let's just refer yeah, to this yeah. in the bio. But like. The more I did videos, I guess, the more that my own style evolved. Cause um, I started YouTube 2007. Mm-hmm. So like mine was that right, like near the beginning of YouTube. Um, so there weren't, there wasn't really anyone else to play off of. So I just kind of copied who I was watching at the time. And there wasn't many creators on the platform. Um, but in terms of you guys, did you, how did you find your style? How did you start out, I guess? Uh, I mean, I, I don't know really. Did you, do, I, do you almost feel that like YouTube style is like you just try a bunch of things and then one or two of them work and you just like iterate it. And then you try again with a bunch of iterations of like that thing that you did yourself, not copying other people, but like 
So you have a success with one thing, then you're like, okay, what worked about that? How do I then try an, a bunch of new things? And then slowly you start to figure out, okay, this isn't working, this isn't working. I don't know, what, what do you think? Because yours is very different, because obviously yeah. ours are more comedy yeah. normally. Yeah, I mean, mine's more based off British TV, like uh, yeah. Charlie Brooker, for example, the writer oh. of yeah. I love yeah, yeah, Charlie yeah, Brooker. Yeah, 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 oh my God. I, I, yeah. I, I take inspiration from Screen White as well. In my, in my year in reviews, the year in reviews was directly influenced by Charlie Brooker. Fucking fantastic. Mm. And that is one of my key influences. So that's the sort of thing I would have watched. Mm. Yeah. And then when I sat down in front of the camera, I thought, that's what I want to channel. And yeah. it's when I'm on camera, it's kind of not me. It's more like a kind of more obviously energetic, sarcastic yeah. bit yeah. individual. It, I'm not that monstrous off cap. Well, I, I might be. I, I feel <laughs> yeah. like your, your style sometimes is almost like reminiscent of like David Mitchell in terms of that very like dry sarcasm, you know, that's like, that's just so beautiful. Like, I love David, David Mitchell. Mitchell. You know, yeah, I think yeah, so. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, that, I'd, I'd like that. With, like without the, the like depressing look sometimes that David Mitchell has in his eyes. <laughs> I don't know, man. I've, I've been on a four day trip with him. I saw some pretty depressing, like sad face faces before. Oh God, yes. <laughs> yeah, no, it's I, just British TV is my main influence. I wouldn't yeah. say actually I've been influenced by another YouTube channel as such as a result. But what I have found is over the years, I started off quite strong in that character and I lost it because I started going from commentating on things in a room mm. right. to doing more travel stuff. Right, right, right. And you can't be a cynical, sarcastic dickhead. You don't want to say something. People yeah. like, oh, this is your dinner. And I'm like, fuck off, love. Like, <laughs> oh, oh, thank you very much. Yeah, tadakimasu. Like, you have to be nicer when you're out and about doing things. Yeah. So I lost that. But this year, by virtue of the virus, by virtue of being indoors more, I've kind of gone back to rediscovering that character and who I actually oh. enjoy being on camera. Mm. It, I think it's weird you say that because I did a video in uh, like, well, two videos I've done. Like I'm starting to try and do some videos outside in Japan, like out of my bedroom, basically. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I did a video in a host club. And, yeah, it's a good video. I really like oh, that. okay. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. And that was really difficult because the my back of my head was like, I want to crack jokes at the dumb stuff that they're doing or the really cringy moments. But at the same time, I don't want to offend them. Yeah. So it's kind of striking that balance of like, I'm playing the fool where I'm like, oh, that's odd, isn't it? You know, and you're just <laughs> like, going like, that's kind of strange, huh? But then just moving on, yeah. It's a tough one. You can't, yeah, that sort of cynical, sarcastic side. You Trying to strike that balance, in right? Japan. Yeah, you kind of got to be like rhetorical in a sense and not just be like directly <laughs> like, yeah. Because yeah. if you're in your bedroom and, and you're watching a video or you're commentating on something, you can really just go in and like yeah. make full on jokes, yeah, right? Yeah. So it's trying to channel almost that British sense of like, right. just, just doing a little like, you know, a little jab, but saying a point that's not a jab, <laughs> right? Like at it in when it's like, oh, this is strange, isn't it? I mean, let's talk about that. What it was, what was the whole experience like for you? Like, is there anything off camera or anything like- I, I, only, heard the, I only heard I the mean, stories you told me. There was, a, there was a lot of things cut. Cause you, we all went there to scout it the day before, didn't yeah, we? Yeah, yeah, we yeah, just, yeah. We happened to be in Shinjuku and I was gonna film there the next day. And we were like, can we just like rock up to this host club and see what's up? And it like, it looks sketch, right? Like it was pretty fucking I, they dirty. They were very yeah. nice to me. They were very, very nice to me, but I, I won't, I will be honest and say that the it was a little, you know. No, I mean, I remember going to the area and I'm like, I'm normally, I'd, I don't fear for my safety in Japan. It was in the really sketchy area of Shinjuku. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's pretty shady. Yeah. And uh, I mean, <laughs> what, what do you want to know about this, the whole thing? Cause like, what was the most awkward experience? We were recording for four hours. Okay. So it was a four hour shoot. So we started before they opened up and then we went through the whole thing. And they like, uh, the whole point was that like, I wanted to I like actually try and talk to customers. Yeah. Because in my head, I wanted it to kind of be like Louis Thoreau-esque where he, really, right. he, he, he puts himself in the yeah, situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So mm. I really wanted to put myself in a situation that was really uncomfortable for me. And uh, 
<laughs> yeah, so I was introduced around by the main guy called Tizer, and I'm, I'm very thankful he showed me around. Uh, I don't think many people in the comments liked him though. And we, Why? We, he made a lot of jokes and we cut a lot of them. He, he, he was very, very insistent on like bashing my looks a lot. And I was, just, I was rolling with it. I was like, yeah, yeah, I'm ugly. Wow. <laughs> like, you know. do, do, you think, do you think he was trying to be funny and just failing or was it like- I think there was, was there some, some of that. I think he was also maybe a little like acting up for the camera. I think maybe he's like, oh, this new kid comes in. Yeah. You know, he's got subscribers. Let's show him like, you know, what, what's what. He ain't shit. <laughs> yeah, basically, I think it was like, this kid thinks he's hot. No way. No Assert way. dominance, you know. <laughs> <laughs> it was just like the 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 way that they like attract women. I found was like so blatantly Japanese. Yeah, like you, yeah. you know what I mean. It's like it was the really opposite from like Western hitting on. Like they would literally the moment this girl sat down, right? They were like, "Yo, you're hot. You're beautiful. What you doing? Oh, you like what do you do?" Really? Like, they, they were like the moment they sit down, they start hitting that on. forward. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and you know those girls are just like. You know, and the like, problem is, is that like, they wanted me to like sit down and immediately like start hitting on them. And I was like, so like, dude, I can't do that. Like, like, <laughs> like I'm like, I like the slow game, you know, let's just yeah, talk yeah, yeah. for a date or two. Yeah. But it's really strange. So like the way the hosts work, uh, at least these guys, like the whole thing was like, you know, butter them up, get them to, you know, buy you drinks, add them online, talk to them, take them out on dates <laughs> afterwards. Be like, hey, you coming to the host club tonight? Like, it was really like weird, I, I guess. Mm. Superficial. Yeah, it was very superficial. Mm. And I, I really, I felt understood how like a lot of these girls were really into them. Because there's one girl in the mm. video who was like adamant that she was gonna marry the host. Oh God. And oh, the host wow. was like, obviously he was like, yeah, of course you are. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> cause, she, Cause she just spent $10,000 on a champagne bottle. So of yeah. course he's gonna be yeah. like, of course you're my future what wife. What does she do to be able to afford such frivolous expenditure? What they told me, off camera was that they tend to be in the same kind of industry. Oh. So oh. it's kind of like they're like the same five Tumblr artists just giving each other the, the same Just giving each other the same commission. The right? circular economy. So, it's you, weird. so she yeah. might be working at like a kabakura. Right. Yeah, like that most, guy uh, might okay. go to the Kabakura yeah. to go see her. Most of them were working in soap lands. So oh, a lot of them- oh, which, so much more which, <laughs> If you don't know, is uh, an underboard kind of, it's, I mean, it is, if you Google it, it's it literally brothel. says prostitution. It's, it's, like, yeah. it's, it's legal prostitution, yeah. essentially. Um, so a lot of them tended to be also, you know, prostitutes oh, themselves. Sense, so, yeah. um, and I guess that's why they were maybe okay with the superficiality of it all. Right. Um, mm. Have you ever been to a, like a snack bar or a hostess club or anything before that? I'd went to like a maid cafe and that's, that was about it. Well, but like, I'd never been to like anything where it was like like that. Cause mm, they were like, yeah. from the moment these girls come in, they get eight, eight or nine minutes each, each host right. for about an hour to right. just hit on these girls. So one goes in and then, you know, he, he does his thing. Immediately after he walks, the next host comes in, starts hitting on them. And then after like God. an hour, right? She has to choose who she likes. It's like speed dating. It's literally speed dating. But a lot of the girls I think just come in for the, cause you get like two hours of free, like, like 10 bucks for all you can drink. Right. So a lot of the people, a lot of people come in, yeah. do the two hours and then just never come back. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I remember it was really, really, really painful to try and hit on these girls <laughs> because also I was trying to hit on them through a translator. I don't know yeah. if you've ever tried to hit on someone. It's like, it's like, hey, it's, like, it's, like, it's, like it's like this distance. We're sitting next to them swirling. I'm like, you look really pretty. Then they would, they would say it, they would say it back. And then they'd be like, thanks. And I'm like, 
I want to be your translator. <laughs> just like, just imagine being the translator yeah. and just like, that's that's a next level third wheel. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then the whole thing is like, obviously I'm also drinking a lot of alcohol because the main host was adamant on getting me smashed. Yeah. And so it looked like we were drinking water, but it was just like- Short you. <laughs> in between the shots that you were constantly doing was strong zero. Oh God. And they would drink strong zero oh, like water, Jesus. right? So they, oh my they, God. They, they would, Every, every time they'd have to go to a girl, they would have to finish all that drink that they would make as well. And oh these God. were always like 12% or higher spirits, right? They were pouring. So, <laughs> and this, and I remember they were telling me the hosts in Japan, they were like, like vomiting every single night from alcohol. I mean, if you're mixing strong zero yeah. with like champagne and champagne. shots. Yeah, because they made me download like a half bottle of champagne. Oh my God. How yeah, much was yeah, that worth? Video. How I, much was that? The, on the menu, it costs like, I think it was like 9,000 or something. Were you sick after all of this? No, I wasn't what? funny enough. I Ow. went to like Little Lamb right after and I had a great meal. <laughs> <laughs> I was like sobering up in a hot pot place. <laughs> um, Brilliant. But it was, yeah, so that was like $9,000 or something. So you drank like $4,000 worth of champagne. In uh, one yeah, day. and then a bunch of drinks in between that. The shots were like $30 each, oh. and then all the drinks were like $50 each. <laughs> Would you ever do a video like that, Chris? Well, I was thinking about doing it until no, I saw no. yours. And I was like, I'm yeah. not going to put myself. In. <laughs> <laughs> Never. That's what I thought. I, I thought. I wondered why no J vloggers had done it, but I felt like none of them would be willing to do the no, yeah. smash. I was like, I'm not cutting like five years of my life expectancy for this video. Like, <laughs> but that's like, the thing, right? They, they do it, but like they all owned like apartments in central Shinjuku because they make like average like $10,000 a yeah. night. Like, yeah. They yeah. Make, like, and a lot of them send it to their family. So a lot of them are just like making the money while it's good, I guess. And then- yeah getting out. The, the coolest guy there was the vice president who like wasn't a host. And I thought he was like by far the hottest as well. He was like 34 and he looked like every like Bishy anime character. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was really nice. He was really open. He was giving us a whole tour, telling us everything about the, the club. Whilst the other guys just wanted to see me fail with the women. Like, Cause, cause they, I remember the main guy was like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You're gonna, you're gonna be supporting me. And I turn, I, and I, so I go over and he's like, oh yeah. So now you have to do the, you, I'll, I'll support you. I'm like, what? <laughs> I was lied to. Jesus. Yeah. And, and we cut a lot of the stuff cause I got really fucking drunk. Um, what's like the, what's like the craziest place you're like willing to like go film in Japan? Well, I don't know. I've always wanted to film the snack bar or hostess bar. Because you've done the- been, What are they? Well, it's, it's basically like what you've just described, but the other way around with girls and guys, right? Yeah. Oh, well, it's, okay. It's, it's far less expensive. And where I used to live in Yamagata, it's like the only thing to do. You go to an Izakai and the second place you always go for a Nijikai party is a hostess club or a snack. Oh, okay. Mm. Snack bar is kind of like a cheaper variant. I, I've been to a snack bar before. Yeah, and there's nothing seedy about them. There's nothing no, no. really seedy about hostess I mean, clubs. it was a little bit seedy for me because I was like 16 when I was <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's, that's not was just seedy, middle, but illegal. I was like in the middle of nowhere in Hokkaido because I was like working in the ski fields and my boss was like, hey, let's go to a snack bar. And I'm like, I'm like, four years underage to go. And it's like, no, nah, you'll be all right. So I went and, and you know, this like 16 year old kid just like sitting there, you know, just like sipping, you know, beer or whatever. And, and the mama who's like, yeah. the, who's that's the name that they give to like the, the main hostess of the mm, snack bar. Is yeah, the yeah. She just sat right next to me. And she's like, so how old are you? Oh God. Oh, and, God. I was like, and I was like, fuck, what should I say? I, I guess it's yes. just like 20. <laughs> and my, my boss at the time was like shit faced already because he couldn't hold his lick. He's like, oh, he's 26. And, and at the moment he said that, I was like, I'm getting kicked out. There's no way she's going to look at me and be like, yeah, you're a 26 year old. But no, the mom just looked at me and was like, 
I mean, oh, you look very young <laughs> for a 26 year old. In Japan, if you say you're over 20, they don't question it. They're like, all right, cool. That's true. No, no, because because like in Asia, especially like if if you're because because you're like half Australian as well, yeah. so they just assume you're fucking old as fuck. Yeah, it was the first time sure I was are. thankful for my <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Face. Like I was just like, thank God I look like five years older than I actually am. Yeah, I would have been in some deep shit otherwise. <laughs> but no, but the snack bar is fun. Like it's it's mm. way more chill than like what I assume a host club would be. It is, I mean, you just sit down. I often take friends to one just to surprise them yeah. when they come to Japan for the first time because they sit down and there's like two girls either side and they like pour their drinks, light their cigarettes. That just like, sounds like fun though. It That's does, but yeah. mostly my friends chill. are awkward because it's a concept that doesn't exist really, you know. Because yeah, I think I think if yeah. you had described that to someone in the UK, I think people would think that's kind of like, oh, Very you're, like, yeah, you're like a sleazy yeah. old guy. I mean, yeah. the closest thing I could think of in like the UK is probably like a strip club, right? Yeah, yeah. Where yeah. that's that's like that. No, but it's, I'm not saying that is, but it's like the closest experience yeah, I can yeah, think yeah, of probably, just from like yeah. a very broad yeah. term. But you they're know far I mean? better, at, better at, at a hostess place because they'll be really, you know, they'll talk to you so much. Yeah, they'll just yeah. be full on you. Yeah. And then they'll make you sing karaoke songs. Oh, that sounds oh. like fun. That's right. They won't make you drink a disturbing amount of alcohol. <laughs> like, it's not quite <laughs> as bad as what you do. Yeah, they, they definitely seem really sleazy, the host clubs. And I, I, I believe there's like, a lot of them are owned by, you know, uh, sketchy people. Well. <laughs> sketchy people. You know, I'm not want to yeah. say oh, yeah. name names. Sketchy people, Connor. <laughs> you know, just a, some gangs or whatever. Like, <laughs> the Y word. Yeah. yeah, you know, yeah, the, the games by Sega. Those people. Uh, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I'm pretty sure a lot of them are owned by that because they oh, yeah, seem to yeah. just oh, kind of like operate oh. under their own kind yeah, of line. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's why I was so impressed that they were just willing to be like, yeah, come on in, film it all, man. Come on. Yeah. I don't know how you got permission though, that that easily. What happened Good was, connections. is that, yeah, I think our producer, Maylene, best, best producer, has every connection in Japan, apparently. <laughs> Talk to a host. Host was like, yeah, I want to start my YouTube channel. So yeah. oh, right. <laughs> that and then that and apparently if you're like the number one host in the club, you have a lot of like power. Yeah, yeah, but the yeah. thing is, right, is that that's constantly changing. So next week you could be like have no say. Right. So this guy was like, Oh yeah, I'm bringing in this guy with a film crew, take care of him. And to be fair, everyone was really like nice. Mm. They let us film a lot of stuff, like how they, when they were talking about earnings and stuff, they let us film, but we cut that. But they let us like in on listening to it and, and mm. who was winning the earnings yeah. and stuff. And they take it really seriously. They, they, they compete against other host clubs to see oh, who's okay. getting the most oh. money between them. And we're talking like disturbing amounts of money. Like I think one guy for- the, the one who gets the most is Roland, I think. You heard of Roland? Right, yeah, I've Number heard one of Roland yeah, County. Yeah, yeah. Right, like right, 50, right. $50,000 a month, I think. Maybe some, more. No, it's a day, a day. per day. Because okay. on one, yeah. one, one yeah. guy, for his birthday, they were telling me he got like sixty thousand dollars on his birthday day. Whoa, because on the whoa. on your birthday, everyone has to buy you drinks and stuff. Oh, whoa, whoa. We're in the wrong business. That's yeah, no. <laughs> and they asked me, you know, they asked me, they're like, "How much do you earn for like having a million subscribers?" <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I told them how much I earn in like a month, and they were like, "Was that it?" <laughs> we'll that 10 minutes. Yeah, they, were, they were like, why don't you be like, so like, in other words, if you're starting a YouTube channel for the money, don't bother, just yeah. be host. It was at that moment that I've never regretted not speaking Japanese more yeah. than any moment. I'm like, fuck, <laughs> just come in here like part-time, you know what I mean? <laughs> they're like, they're like, oh, you earn $1 per subscriber, right? That's 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 how yeah, it works. That's how, wow. that's how the YouTube economy works, that's right? Works, right? <laughs> yeah, I, just, I never, like, I thought like I had a nice comfy earning until they like just fucking, <laughs> in front of all the hosts were like, wow, that's pathetic. <laughs> It's just like a collective, like, that's cute. That's cute. Because I remember I watched uh, your video where you went balls deep into a- uh, Balls deep. Balls deep with Chris Broad. Into a love hotel. 
Oh yeah. Oh, well, oh yeah, that was video. a great video. Yeah, yeah, it was cool. The owner is like a friend of a friend and he was just the most hilarious man. Yeah, he was yeah, awesome. Yeah. Walked in a room and he's like, let's play sex. <laughs> <laughs> that, is a, that is the ultimate one line yeah. sales pitch for anything. I mean, that's, <laughs> that, that's tend to be like the easiest time I've had recording in Japan is when you know the owner and he's totally chill oh, with yeah. it. Yeah, when yeah. you have to go through like seven companies and everyone has to approve. Yeah. Uh, I, 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 I did a video, I wouldn't say where, but there was like seven people watching me the whole time, like corporate. People. I, I know the feeling. And, yeah, and I was just like, all right, can I make a joke? Like, am I allowed to do this? Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, when you, when you know the owner of somewhere in Japan, it's so fast easy. tracks right, everything. Right. Yeah. yeah. That yeah, was a really yeah. great guy, Shishito Sam. Really amazing, cool, yeah. down to earth guy. He like he gave me a goodie bag of like various sex toys as I left, <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, thank you, Shishto Sam, dildo." Give you a dildo? <laughs> also, he actually? Also, and a porn magazine of prostitutes, and, like just various things. I was like, oh, great. You like you. that, right? Yeah. Goodie bag. Is that the most fun you've had filming in outside or in Japan? I, then certainly up there. It's like top three moment. And they did like the opening the video. He does these monkey bars across a bed. Yeah, he did. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, oh, uh. <laughs> and yeah, he made some disturbing <laughs> moans. When, like, I, when I edited it, I had a shot of a bed. Right, you can't <laughs> see him doing the monkey bars, so it looks really dodgy. <laughs> and so the opening to the Love Hotel video, the first ten seconds, is, oh, 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 uh, and a shot of a bed, and loads of people message me like, you bar. I was playing this video in the library. <laughs> I was playing around my parents' house. These dodgy noises. I've How dare I've you? I've done that so many times. Brilliant. <laughs> Just so what, what would you say is like your, like so far your favorite video you filmed? Yeah. Jesus, Joey, you can't put Wow, me. that's a really broad, it was, broad question. Oh, yeah, yeah. Hey. I hate myself. I'm oh, so it's, sorry. It's the one with you in, Joey, of course. <laughs> the one with the I was tunnel. hoping you'd say that. Did you see our tunnel video? Recently got featured. You're on shells. You're on shells. Oh, yeah. That, the I, the when, Burger King foot lettuce guy. When yeah. you messaged me about that, I was like, my dream has come true. The most, what is it? The most haunted YouTube channel chills, right? Five million. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. What was the video? It was like top uh, top five vi YouTube videos went that, too went, far. that went, too far. went too far. It yeah. went too far. Do you know chills? Have you heard his stuff before? He's, he's no, really I hadn't. I thought, oh, wow. This, I didn't even watch a video. They messaged me like, can yeah. we use your videos? I was like, yes, you've got five million subscribers. Do yeah. what you want. Have your way with my videos. He's, I was he's so really like an iconic meme. I was, and then yeah. I watched yeah. it. I was like, yeah. why is his voice like that? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. We'll Have show, I missed we'll, something? We'll show you a meme later. I, I was so happy when like, there was nothing more invigorating when just in that voice, they say your, he 10, says your name. Joey and Chris <laughs> go to a Chris hole. goes into a tunnel <laughs> with his best friend, Joey, the anime man. I was like, yeah! <laughs> October 16th, 2018 is when Chris bikes with his friend, Joey, in search of an eerily abandoned tunnel that's rumored to be haunted. I love I made it. Life oh, wow. goes. Oh, it was the best. I, I, yeah, I just got a flashback. I After I did that host club video, I got an email from a prostitution website in Japan. <laughs> Did you actually? They were like, and they'd sent me videos of like on live leak of people filming oh. prostitutes undercover. They were like, this is what you can do if you want. And I was what? like, what? <laughs> that so doesn't they, sound legal. So I, was, I was on the train and I was like, yeah, I'll open this link for some reason. I opened this link. It was like 18 plus. And, like, like, and I was like, fuck, fuck. And, uh, but yeah, they were like, if you want, we'll arrange escorts for you and you can film the whole thing. And I'm like, Film what? what? <laughs> Film which process of this? All, do all I, processes. Do I need to like get, get like <laughs> approval from Brazzers to use their logo? Is that something that I need? It was really strange. I, I should find the, I'll find the email if we had to take a break or whatever. But like, yeah, it was, they were, they were basically like saying, if yeah, if you want to order any prostitutes and make a video about it in Japan, 
Well, this mental. Yeah. yeah. I can totally, like, I don't know why I can totally see you doing a video where it's like, I tried escorts in Japan. <laughs> in the room, here with my prostitute. <laughs> here in my garage with my prostitute. That's, that's like peak YouTuber clickbait, yeah, right? Yeah. I had a prostitute, not clickbait. <laughs> My I God. tried to be an escort, gone wrong. <laughs> no, gone could sexual. You, could you put me on the website? <laughs> My God. Yeah, and I, I looked at it and it was like, it was legit. There was like videos of like, like someone had like a secret GoPro yeah. or something and, and they were filming it and it was really- That like, doesn't sound cool. It was very disturbing. Yeah. Like, well, and I quickly turned it off when, when they started talking about what acts they were gonna perform for what price. Oh my God. And uh, I just found it so odd that they watched my host club video and that they were like, this seems like a natural evolution. I should ask them if you would like to hire an escort. You've done an awful lot of CD shit given your- Relatively short time in Japan. Yeah, right. Yeah. I, I'm like, I'm like the government. Please leave me alone. Like, yeah, I, I, I did worry if like the host club would like raise any like suspicions or anything. But I was like, fuck it. I think it's a really interesting concept. And if I handle yeah. it well, it should be fine. Right? And I mean, like, the video did well, right? Yeah, so. yeah. That was that took forever to come edit. But yeah, enough about that anyway. But yeah, I mean, like you know, shit's gone real when you see the Live Leak logo. That's that, like, yeah, I didn't even see. It wasn't on Live Leak. It was a it was a link to a video with a Live Leak. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. Oh, I, was like, I was like, oh no. <laughs> God. So, what do you guys think of the state of YouTube right now? Then, Ooh, right in there, God. I'm damn, I'm, I'm okay. just jumping right into it. Why okay? can't I hire prostitutes? On this YouTube? <laughs> no, um, I mean, it depends what you're doing. I imagine. Do you, do you imagine that you don't have any? issues really with YouTube, right? No, like, yeah. I've got a video coming out this week about why I hate Japanese TV and I've got clips from Japanese TV in it. And that's the first time my video could get buggered for years. Do I've never done anything Do you like even that. get like demonetized? No, no, no I did a few not. times, yeah. really? like two, three years ago, yeah. Oh yeah, I was no, gonna say, but not recently, Maybe right? for swearing, if anything. Swearing yeah. and yeah. Just, yeah. you know, Fukushima documentary got a little bit buggered for being a sensitive topic. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I remember you telling me about that. I was actually. like, spend like, two, three weeks on this amazing documentary. Yeah, it was amazing, I watched and it. And yeah. I was really proud of it. And then the YouTube was like, no, we're not promoting that. That's and then the, got no views. That's the worst feeling in the world. It's right. horrific. Like, like, I'm really proud of that. And yeah. That was an amazing video, by the way. I do But like, uh, luckily loads of people on Twitter seemed to push the video. And then I contacted YouTube. And I was like, stop bringing shit. <laughs> and they were like, okay. And they did something. It kind of released it. And then views started going up. And so it's kind of doing all right now. Holy shit, it's that actually work. works? It works. YouTube, please what? fix this. And it worked. That's <laughs> the first story I've ever heard of someone contacting angry. YouTube, especially about like getting demonetized or age restricted or something and getting that and fixed. And it works. Yeah. And it works. Just <laughs> got to go in swearing. They removed like 200 copyright claims from my channel twice. Yeah. So that was nice of them. Yeah, that, I mean, I was surprised. I mean, that was a fucking miracle. That yeah. Happened. yeah. I, I, my whole channel, I was using an outro song that I bought a license to. Turned out this guy who made it didn't have the license to oh, do what shit. he did. So I had a bogus license and I had uh, like 140 videos. All my revenue uh, just overnight just got taken. And I beat it the first time because it was being copyright claimed by him. Right. The second time it was being copyright claimed by Warner Brothers oh, or God. someone and it was like a nightmare. So had to re-render all my videos out with a silent thing and YouTube did a thing where they like swap it with the live yeah. video, yeah. Yeah. which they never mm. do. They rarely do it. And the only reason they did it was because I talked shit about my partner manager in one of the videos. I was like, she's useless, she doesn't do anything. <laughs> and I think she felt bad. That could have gone either way. That could have been like, yeah. Yeah, fuck you then, right? Yeah, yeah. Delete channel. At, at the time I was so frustrated. I was like, my God, like I just lost thousands of dollars every, yeah. every month, right? So, but they worked with me and we got it done. But that's the only time I've had like a positive experience. Cause like nice. the thing about YouTube is that it's just, sometimes it's terrifying just to put your entire 
like livelihoods yeah. on someone in someone else's shoes yeah. right? or someone else's yeah. hands. Because I remember the the biggest heart attack I've ever got, which was like I think it was last year, where oh, I logged yeah. onto YouTube and I just had this message that said your account has been terminated. What? And oh, you never told me about that. No, it got demonetized, right? The whole channel. Um, did it? I, I think I don't know. I, it, got, I, it got demonetized. I remember because like Mr. Beast. Yeah, that was that yeah, was the one yeah, time where yeah, everyone yeah. got got yeah. involved. Yeah. Like I don't think I could upload anything. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know if my videos were even up. It, it, I I can't remember exactly what happened because it was like a blur. Because you, you know when you read the message you and you're like, out and you're like, what do I do? Like, <laughs> yeah, how did this yeah. happen? Like, it's it, it wasn't like a copyright claim. It wasn't anything I'd seen before. Mm. It was just like it just basically shut down well, my channel. They just channel. took everything, right? Yeah, I just took everything. And do you know do you know what sucks is that now to be like to really get YouTube's attention, you just have to make as much noise. Twitter. Make as you can on Twitter, you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, Twitch yeah. is the key. Yeah. It sucks though. They don't have a good uh, support system. I know, right? It, mm. it sucks that the, the you basically have to hope that you can make enough noise and you have enough of a following or social yeah. media presence on another platform aside from YouTube yeah. to make enough noise on Twitter to why be able to- Why did it happen? To, what happened? Um, it was just something wrong with the they, algorithm that- They had what? mistaken, God, why do I know more about this than you? They'd mistaken you because you used a lot of anime footage that he was reusing like content. Oh, and God. I think they demonetized channels that use too much footage from right, shows. Right, right, right. And they mistaked it for obviously not being fair use, I think yeah. is what happened if I'm right. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if that was the case. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why I remember this so vividly. I don't, I don't know why you remember it better than me. <laughs> I remember more of God shit than him. I know his Twitter bio. His, uh, <laughs> yeah, no, no, you're, you're like a secret super fan yeah, of God. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. Cause all I, I remember, yeah, things, I don't know. it was just a blur for me. Cause it was just, that was the most stressful day. Cause it was like 24 hours before it got fixed, which, yeah. you know, that's fair enough, 24 hours, but yeah. 24 yeah. hours just like logically, you know, maybe this is probably going to be fixed. You know, this yeah, is going to be a mistake. Like, It'll be fine by tomorrow. Must and be yeah. the longest 24 hours. Oh, oh no, it, it yeah. was the longest 24 Can't hours of my life because actually it was, the second time that my channel had been deleted. So oh, wow. my the first time my channel got deleted was in 2011, which is why if you go to my like oldest video, it's from 2011 and that's because I had to re-upload everything. Oh, really? Um and that was, you know, that was only back when I had 30,000 subscribers, but right, right, right. like I mean at that time 30,000 probably felt like the world. No, no, it it, yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, and that yeah. was like that was the most like my heart sank lower than like anyone had ever like than I, I'd ever yeah. felt before. Just yeah. just seeing years of your work just be Absolutely. just like go down the drain and it's completely out of your control. Yeah. Um. So that's like the one downside of being a YouTuber. Yeah. The biggest downside, I, I'd say, for yeah, for me, that sense of it all being outside your control. Yeah. Sure. Like yeah. 2017 was a bad year when they started demonetizing everything. Oh my God, they went so trigger happy with that. They went yeah. mental. Like, I remember talking to you, Joey, you, you had loads of videos. A like third of my videos got demonetized. Oh, I about twenty percent. Yeah, it, it, I had like a th over a thousand videos at that point, and I think over three hundred videos got demonetized. It was like overnight. I remember they did it to everyone. Yeah. And it was absolutely chaos the what, next day. Yeah. What triggered it again? I can't remember. I believe the it was- Logan Paul suicide forest. Was yeah. it? Yeah. I'm no, it was 2018, thought, wasn't it? I thought it was the- I thought, I thought, I thought it was PewDiePie. Yeah, well, it, yeah. Wasn't, it wasn't directly his fault, but I think that was the iceberg that-, that I, I think iceberg. so. It might've it might have been a combination of the two. I don't know. But yeah. it was right after the Wall Street <clears throat> Journal made that article on PewDiePie. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was- that was. Triggered That's a ton of- Oh, the Logan Paul the thing apocalypse. that might've been that like- That made it wave two. Yeah, wave two. Yeah, that was definitely wave two. I remember that. That was another thing. It was just- you kind of shit yourself. In Actually, I talk about that in the upcoming video. Because um, I was brought onto Japanese TV onto uh, Mezumashi Terebi, which is like the biggest morning TV show in mm, Japan. And they were right. like, 
I was like forced to like defend all foreign YouTubers in the name of Logan Paul. I was like, like what <laughs> do you mean? think of Logan Paul? You're a YouTuber and you're foreign. I was like, oh, it's terrible, isn't it? And I, <laughs> I literally said that same line over there. What do you think? <laughs> terrible, isn't it? Amer- Amer- American, American, man. What American. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> terrible, it's terrible, isn't it? I just kept saying that. And then they went home to Tokyo. I was like, <laughs> I've, I've done my bit. Was this recent or? No, that was in 2018. I was going to say. Was that 18. the, are you YouTuber? Yes, clip? that's oh it. Oh my yeah. God. Are you it's my YouTuber? favorite fucking clip ever. It's like, they just <laughs> opened the door to your apartment. And they're like, are you YouTuber? And you're just like, <laughs> yes, I am. <laughs> like we had to do that three times. Because the first one I just went, um, yeah. <laughs> and the final take went, yes, Chris Broad. And met them into my apartment and it was a bit surreal. Jesus Japanese TV. I mean, yeah, I've had some pretty late because I've been on Japanese TV twice right at this point. And uh, man, I, I don't know about you. Like you've been on Japanese TV a few times too, right? Yeah, six or seven. Six yeah. or seven times. Holy oh, shit. Oh, I've yeah. that many times. Quite a lot. What um, for every time you're just talking just about YouTube? Like, one was about Brexit. They interviewed me on Brexit. Like, <laughs> Are you serious? The day, the day before and after the vote, they asked oh, me like, oh what do God. you think is going to happen? I was like, it's not going to happen. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Never in a million years, I... ever. And then it happened, obviously. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. Tragic. And they had me like pretend, I, mean, I was disappointed, obviously. Um, no, and same. I was forced to set my laptop with my head like this going, Looking really emotional. Oh, they made you do that? Yeah, they made me look really sad. Like, <laughs> I'm like looking at the laptop at BBC website going. Right. <laughs> and then because they found out, I was because that obviously I'm a YouTuber, they were like, oh, you're a YouTuber. Hold a camera as well while you're doing it. Oh, so my I'm God. Like, oh. Delivering my verdict oh. on Brexit while holding a camera being like, yeah, it's terrible, isn't it? It's the economy. That's and the like, one thing I fucking hate about the two times that I was on Japanese TV. It's, it's just be, like- had to be very I theatrical. Knew, right, like I knew Japanese TV was fucking scripted out of its ass. Yeah. But yeah. Just the extent to which it is scripted is just- Ridiculous. Mm. Absolutely. Like the, I remember one time I was on this, uh, the first time I was on the, uh, on a TV program here in Japan was, uh, they did like a street interview uh, in Harajuku. Yeah. And it was like one of those, uh, it was a TV show. It was like a debate show, quote unquote, debate show where they would like gather like 30 different foreigners from like different countries. Oh God. And they would put them in to a studio to basically like, there's like 30 gaijins and then there's like 30 like Japanese scholars. And we'd have to like debate on like, really like controversial shit. I think one of yeah. the topics was like, should Japan legalize marijuana? Oh God. Oh. That, was, that was one of the topics. Oh, as if and, that would okay. go down well. Yeah. And like, and like I got, you know, done on the street interview. And I guess like the, the crew at the time really liked my answers that they were like, hey, we might call you back and like invite you to the actual studio. Mm, because, right, right. because apparently I was like the only Australian that they ever interviewed. So I was like, you have to come in to represent Australia as a country. Cause like every guy you know was yes, there represent was representing a different like <laughs> Western country. And like, I sat there, I did a whole video on this, which went viral, but like I sat in the studio essentially. And they even like before the show started, they gave me like this full on like, like 40 page script of the entire show. And yeah. they were like, okay, in this section, oh the God. host is gonna like, call up and be like, hey, does anyone have an opinion? And you're, the, <laughs> and you're the only one that's gonna put their hand up to like give an opinion. Oh my God. And I'm like, really that bad? Yeah, yeah. and they oh told God. me that five minutes before we started filming the goddamn show. So I'm just like, okay, I have to remember Jesus. at hour, t- like one hour and 27 minutes, I have to put my hand up to give an opinion about the legalization <laughs> of marijuana in Japan. In the, at the end, they didn't even like get to that question. Oh, so oh. literally it was like a two and a half hour recording 
And the whole there. time I just sat there silently. <laughs> so just, you didn't even say anything. I didn't say anything the whole time. And they paid me 50 bucks for it. <laughs> and I was just like, all right, cool. I sat in the studio silently for two and a half hours to just look pissed off because I'm hearing these other arguments about like why it shouldn't be legalized or why it should be legalized. And it's the most like, rudimentarily basic argument that I've ever heard. Yeah. It's like anybody with a it fucking brain. Icky. Will not. <laughs> yeah, it's like anybody with a fucking brain can come up with this discussion. And yeah. I'm just like, and I'm just sitting there just angrily like waiting for my cue and it's never coming. So I'm just like, I really want to tell these people to shut the fuck up about their dumb ass opinions. And it's just not coming. So I'm just like, I even like turn to the guy in the show. You can actually see it in the show. I actually right. turn to the guy. And I'm just like, I I'm supposed to say something in this part. And the guy's just like, yeah, I am too, and I'm waiting. <laughs> it's just, it just doesn't happen. Wait, who, like, who are you sitting next to? Like what, was, con what country were they repping? Uh, it was like, it was either American or Canadian. It was a Canadian guy. That's right. right. It was a Canadian guy. And he's like, yeah, yeah. Like I was for the legalization of marijuana because obviously Canada's yeah, yeah, like yeah. all for that. Mm -hmm. And he's like, yeah. So I was, I was going to say something too. Mm. And after the show, we like bonded over that. We were just like, man, fuck this show. Like <laughs> they, they like brought us in. Like they brought us in as well. Like two hours earlier. Jesus. And I'm like, we didn't have to wait this long. Jesus. And it's like, we, I basically wasted an entire evening for me to just publicly humiliate myself by sitting on Japanese TV with just like the biggest resting bitch face. <laughs> and, and what do I get for it? 50 bucks. No, no, yeah. you got a video out of it. No, he, he got a viral yeah. video out of it. I got that's, a viral video out that, of it. Which he, got, he got peak YouTuber yeah, clickbait. See, that's the thing, right? If you if you have a shitty situation, if you can get a video out of it, it's worth more than anything. Like, you know the most like, ironic <laughs> thing is, is that that video like pushed me to over a million subs. <laughs> oh, actually I got a good question for you guys. What's the one time you clickbaited that you're like, even you look at that video and you're like, oh man, I'm I'm disappointed to myself for going for clickbaiting oh. that hard. Do, do you have that, Chris? Have you, do you have that? that? Have you ever clickbaited? I feel like you're too professional. Yeah, yeah, 12, yeah. Probably my most successful video, 12 things not to do in Japan. That is still to this day on my recommended, even though I've watched it already. It was not, again. <laughs> it's like, you really like this. I, I, really, I, I, really think though, I think though with that video, the reason why it did so well is not because of the clickbait, but we know when why. you released it. Yeah, I yeah. released it by shit. I think I released it one week before Logan Paul did. Oh, did did. oh my God. And then all the comments are, don't be Logan Paul. Ha ha yeah. ha. Rule number 10, don't be Logan Paul. Ha ha ha. And that's like, you know, 20% of the right. many, many And it was so comments. perfect right. as well, because literally, I think it was like seven out of the 12 things you said, Logan Paul did. done. He'd done. <laughs> wow, his you really did so like, <laughs> didn't even have to make a statement, like like a different statement. Like that video just spoke for itself. Yeah. Wow. Good old Logan Paul. He got me a viral hit and he got me <laughs> What a great, great man. What a legend. I, I don't know. Like, it's like, it just comes down to like, what even is clickbait anymore, right? Because like- I think as long as you deliver on the title, that is the main thing. Like yeah. my mm. the video I talked about earlier, what what was it? Uh, what I, the one that you did that I did- What you uh, hate about Japan? Or what, what you don't what understand, understand about Japan? Understand. What I'll never understand about Japan. That yeah. sounds quite clickbait. And the, the, you know, the thumbnails me going eh, with some beer looking really shocked. And it's a bit yeah. vague, but as long as the subject, as long as the content delivers on the title, I yeah. think it's okay to have a provocative clickbait um, style yeah. title. I mean, yeah, yeah it's that's a good argument because like clickbait, what, what is clickbait in the end? Right. There's, there's like different levels in my eyes. You know well, what I mean? I if you're like, it happened again and it's you going, <laughs> Incredibly vague what it is. I've yeah. definitely done that. <laughs> I was about to say, you've Jerry, definitely done that. Like, I'm so sorry. And it's just him, his flight getting canceled. To, yeah. It's literally his flight getting canceled to yeah. a convention. Yeah, and, like, yeah. 
Oh, yeah, I, I think it was called like, uh, no, it was called like, we're so angry. And then in brackets, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like my flight got canceled. And, and uh, all it was was fucking like Allegiant Airlines. I watched that video. Yeah. 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 Like canceled our flight for no fucking reason. And we missed our convention to Finland. I watched that. Oh. And that video has like 1.2 million views. Yeah, or something. I'm, I'm yeah. like, this is, a, this is a video, but it's not a 1.2 million. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, you, Twatty title, no doubt about that. But yeah. the content yeah, yeah. delivered, it had a story, so, yeah, people yeah, interested, yeah. you know, as long as the content delivers and gives viewers something, then I think it's fair game. Man. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not, not a total. I mean, I, okay. I knew what I was doing yeah. when I titled it that, like, you know, but I, I don't know, like, that's the thing, right? Like every year, like I, I feel like five years ago on YouTube, you could spot a clickbait title from yeah. a million miles away. Yeah. Like you didn't yeah. have, like, yeah, there was yeah. like a certain type of thumbnail, a certain structure to the title where it's like, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm gonna get baited if I click on this. Yeah. But nowadays, like, I think people are just getting way smarter at titles and thumbnails. But now. like, I think clickbait has been getting smarter as well. Or like how to like get people's att attention with mm. a really, really unique title or thumbnail. Right, like, right, right. I, I feel like part of being a YouTuber is just knowing the meta. The meta yeah. is, is what I'm calling it. You know what I mean? You're like, I remember if back a few years ago, if you had the word prank or gone wrong or gone oh fucking God. sexual, yeah. you'd get fucking millions of views, easy, yeah. right? But now that does that does yeah. shit. You know what I mean? There's a there's a great quote I remember from um, Philip DeFranco yeah. when he was talking in a video of his where he's talking about clickbait. Because <laughs> sorry, sorry. you know, like Philly D, like back in the day, was like the, the master of clickbait, right? Yeah. right. And uh, I when think he put tits in the thumbnail. Yeah, yeah, right. Or like, <laughs> no, or like no, I remember genius. that phase. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it was genius back in the day, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, but like, he said something along the lines of like, you know, it, it, with the title and thumbnail, as long as the content is good and there's yeah. like at least some kind of like content that you can take away from it. It really doesn't mm. matter what the title and thumbnail is because at the end of the mm. day, you have to trick your kids into eating their vegetables. <laughs> and when he said that, I was like, wow, that like, that actually makes a lot of sense yeah. because sometimes yeah. you might have a particular type of content where there's just no way you can like title it or thumbnail it in a way that will get the attention of mm. kids or like people with short attention spans. Yeah. And so you have to be forced to clickbait. But as long as the content is good and is at some level of quality, yeah. I really don't think there is anything wrong with making like a really clickbaity mm. title. Mm. And that's always been my kind of guiding philosophy yeah. as well. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Because like it's it's in, on YouTube is all about you because there's so much competition, right? Mm. The 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 fucking recommended feed or the fucking homepage, you gotta yeah. you gotta like immediately stand out. You can be making what I hate about being a YouTuber is that you can have a great fucking video. You know this video is a gold mine. You have no idea how to get people to click on it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like sometimes you have a video you pull you poured your heart and soul into, and then you get to the title and thumbnail and you're like Fuck, what do I do? Yeah. Yeah. Is, is that something you consider when you're like picking these places to visit? Are you, are you thinking about like, how can I like, you know? Yeah, yeah. When, I, when I make a video, the first thing I think about is what's the title, title. gonna be? Yeah. 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 I think that's just like a natural instinct with YouTubers See, nowadays. I've only gotten into doing that recently. Before it was just make oh, really? the video that yeah. had a good concept and figure it out. But yeah. I realized mm. I was getting in situations where videos weren't doing too hot because people weren't clicking on yeah. them. Yeah, yeah. And then once I got into the habit of like, get the title then make the video around it almost yeah, at yeah, times, yeah. right? It's, it's horrible to say that, but you kind of have to do but it. Like, yeah, title like. and thumbnail is by far mm. the most important 
thing of, about sad. being it's, a successful YouTuber. It's, it is. It's sad that it's gotten to that point there yeah. where like you can't just have like a banger. Like yeah. if, if you get a low click through rate, YouTube's like, no, 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 that's not getting recommended. Yeah. You, you've got 3% less click through rate than like, normal. <laughs> like e e even the whole like some, some creators who like don't try, you know, with, with their like title mm. and thumbnails as much as say other YouTubers, that's like a brand in and of itself. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm. Like- um, There are just some YouTubers that can literally title and thumbnail a video anything and yeah. they, like they just built that trust that like they'll click through. Yeah. And, and I, I like to think that your channel is very much like that in a sense, because I don't really look at an abroad in Japan video and think like, oh, that's clickbait. Right. Like I, it, like, I know from the get go, like what I'm gonna get into when right. I see the title and thumbnail. That's true. Well, like how long have you been doing YouTube? Oh, I've been doing it eight years as of the August this year. Oh, wow. 2012. Wow. Yeah. But I've only made 200 videos, I think so far. Um, so yeah, I mean, I make far less videos than like you guys, right? So mm, I yeah. have to make every video really count for something. It has mm. to be that video. I, I think a lot of people would, would say that they are. I mean, I, I know a lot of people who, who really speak really highly of your content. So it yeah. makes sense <laughs> not to, you know, grab <laughs> but I, I, going on off that, do you, do you feel like the, the neat, like the quality bar raises each year with like content that's being made in Japan, like the kind of vlog stuff, or, or do you feel like you're already on top of that? Uh, yeah, I mean, I remember about four years in, there was a channel that popped up called Only in Japan, run by uh, John Dorb, mm. cool guy, and uh, mm. he raised the bar. Like, I used to just be a vlog, kind of vlogging yeah, style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Had TV production quality, and I was like, shit, that's the future. That's what you want to so go So I for, raised yeah. my bar to try and reach that kind of level of quality. Mm. And I, I've noticed since then, a lot of channels have also started slowly like creeping up mm. as well with the similar yeah. kind of production but I mean, value. What I will say is production value isn't as important as people think it is. The main oh. thing is just having content that people want to watch. Like yeah. I've made lots of videos out and about traveling to interesting places, but the videos that always do the best is just me sitting in a room giving a commentary on something. I mean, that's right. the thing at the end of the day, right? That's it's like, it doesn't want. matter how good of a camera you have, how good of a mic you have, how good your editing mm. is. No. If you have a personality of a brick wall, no one's going to fucking watch you. Yeah, absolutely. Right. I mean, <coughs> that's YouTube really, right? We, if, we want, if we want to get a sterilized document of a play, a document, <laughs> yeah. documentary, we go and watch something else. But I mean, that's even like Louis Thoreau, right? You watch him as well. <coughs> you love style. Louis Thoreau, don't you? I fucking yeah. love Louis Thoreau. <laughs> <laughs> I would marry Louis he Thoreau. He is the gold standard. He is, he is there, right? Because the yeah. way that he, he doesn't, like obstruct, right. he doesn't judge, right? He doesn't yeah. get in the way of the, the documentary, but he adds just enough personality where like you want it to be his documentary. You know, like mm. you, you wish, you watch, sometimes you watch a documentary, you're like, man, I wish Louis Thoreau made this. You know, it could have been yeah. good. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know what I mean? And, and like, I, I feel like you've like almost got a, a really good balance with that. Like, I feel like you interject your personality just enough where it's like, it's really cements that like, I really wish abroad in Japan covered this. You know what I mean? Mm. I just feel, you know, with a good video, it should be entertaining and educational. There's a fine yeah. line to balance, right? And that's yeah. the most important thing I always try and focus on. And that's and what I, I found really interesting when I joined you for Journey Across Japan. Right. right? Because you brought up the whole thing of like- Such quality content, yeah, strapping gonna, a pillow to a bicycle. When you, when you said, when you told me before the whole thing started, they're like, yeah, I'm gonna try and release a video every day. Right. And I, I thought back to your production quality. And I'm like, good fucking luck, dude. <laughs> when I found out that you were editing your own videos for uh, that, I, I was like, is this guy insane? Wait, wait. I really, well, time Joey yeah. met me one week. So I did the cycle across He was the editing those videos and cycling. I did this what? Cycle, yeah, cycle across Japan for like two months. And yeah, I was cycling, filming and editing it all at the same time. Cause I'm a real <laughs> control freaking oh, idiot. Even though I had like two people who are willing to edit with me on the journey in the yeah, car. Yeah, right, 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 right. I was like, nah, I'll do it, don't worry. We'll yeah, do because I, I, I remember that after the first day, I sat with you in your hotel room 
as you were like starting to edit on no. the thing. And I'm just like, you gonna like be able to get like sleep <laughs> no, after no, this? this is I, I think you stayed up till like, uh, I think I we, did, had to, yeah. we had to get up. I think the next day at nine like nine, eight or 9 a.m. It was really, really early. And he, fucking Chris had stayed up till like 5 a.m. What the fuck? Like he had gotten like maybe like four hours sleep at most. Like, and he's like, all right guys, about to do a 15 kilometer cycle now. How, how, <laughs> many, how many times did you do that on the trip? A lot. Most? A lot. Yeah, most of the first yeah. half. How the but... fuck did you write that well, what happened is, <laughs> like, Originally the videos came out like every day. Then yeah, it was like every two right. days, then every four. And by the end it was like once a month. <laughs> it just kept like getting longer and longer. Oh, yeah. Very stupid. I, th I think you would burn yourself. That yeah. just sounds, I did. That's, that sounds like an absolute like fast track to burn well, out. Yeah, by, the time, yeah. by the time Joey was there and Joey had left, I was, I was fucked. I saw I saw like the, the rapid decline the of his, like mental health. Leave my yeah. You know what broke my heart is when, uh, you did you was it with Emma that you recorded to, uh, what's her YouTube name? Tokidoki Travel. Oh, did Emma. you record a video with her that you like did? Yeah, she came along for three days and we filmed it was the an entire leg, right? But I was like, oh hi but that point I've been cycling two months, right, thousand right, kilometers. Right. Oh yeah, do you want to explain what journey in Japan is, just in case someone for Yeah, journey across Japan, cycle across Japan from Yamagata to Kagoshima, about two thousand kilometers. And the idea was to film every single day and make a video and show people bits of Japan you don't normally see. But by the time Emma joined, he was the last guest in mm. Kyushu. I was just dead. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh, yeah. look, it's Emma. Hi, Dan. <laughs> yeah. I'm asleep now. And it was awful. You know, it's I was, such a shame as well, because Emma's such shame. a personality, right? It was a real shame. Yeah. Yeah. I feel guilty about that. Mm. Uh, had to apologize to Emma yesterday when I met her. For the first <laughs> time. <laughs> the first oh, really? Yeah, I was like, sorry about that. She's like, <laughs> My, my heart broke because I can only imagine like you must have been at your end of your end of the road, right? Yeah. Yeah. Happened, of right? And yeah. like just having like that just unusable footage would just be like, real right, shame. I'm done. I'm yeah, it was dead. a real shame. But yeah. at the end of the day, it was a, it was mostly a success. We had 28 yeah. episodes by the end, oh, and right. the videos with Joey. It was interesting because in the second half of the journey, we went through like Kyoto, Osaka, yeah, Kobe. Yeah, yeah. Hiroshima. And then Joey, when he joined, was like, nothing. Yeah. nothing. <laughs> it was literally four episodes of jack shit. We know. <laughs> the first video we filmed like at the biggest nuclear power plant in the world. Yeah, the I, right, right. yeah that's that, right. Was, that was what we did. And there was nothing. So we had to improvise and make like commercials about energy jelly. Which right, I remember, yeah. I remember watching that and I was like, that was good fun. man, what's, what's going on here? What's that, going was, on? that was really exciting. The idea of taking a place where there's nothing really going on yeah. right. and trying to infuse some sort of creative component. It, yeah. was, really it, was, it was like a creative challenge because- well, We didn't like, plan that though. Like, no. We had challenges every day. On top of everything else, I had challenges every day. And the first, and Joey joined and the challenge was make a commercial in a day. In 24 a hours, commercial. yeah. Oh, okay. And we're like, we're like, how the fuck are we going to do that? There's nothing here. <laughs> so we quickly have to be really creative. We find yeah. a train station where yeah. there's a real train carriage you can go in. And that was purely by chance, wasn't it? That was it? so lucky. That was so lucky. So lucky. We had no idea that this station had just a fucking empty train carriage like as a thing. And we were just right. like, perfect. And then the, the, the challenge, we had to be about energy jelly, right? So we had to, we already had that. That was the only thing we had to go on. And then yeah. we yeah. just somehow pulled it off in a day. So it was really that came fun. out really well. Yeah. It was like my favorite video from the trip. Yeah. yeah. So, so how did the idea of the travel across Japan like come up? Yeah, I was going to ask the exact <laughs> same question. I was like, me and Connor on the well, same wavelength. Like, what, at what point was that like, you like thought about it? At what point yeah. were you like, okay, I'm going to actually start pursuing saying this up. And then I, like, how did that all go about? I had been doing a documentary about my friend Natsuki and that took, ah, that, okay, and that yeah. took like months to film and edit. And I was still, editing. Still my favorite video. And That's I was a damn editing, good video. <laughs> editing for like two or three months in a room. Just like, why am I doing this? And then by the end, that was like, I need to go out. I need to do something. Yeah. I'd always wanted to travel across Japan by bicycle. And I thought, oh, this could be fun. Yeah. yeah. And that's pretty much how it came about. 
And yeah. Yeah, that was it. This, this sounds like a like even like Casey Neistat couldn't keep to this schedule. You know what I mean? And oh yeah, that's kind of wild. Yeah, that's because I like hearing that you still edit your own videos. Do you still edit your, edit your I own do. videos? I do, I do, and I and I enjoy that. Like for me, the least favorite part of making a video is the presenting aspect. Really, that's my yeah, favorite part. I think, yeah. You guys are like clearly like really great presenters. You enjoy that. Like for me, I do enjoy it. But yeah. like the bit that I enjoy is the filmmaking aspect. For right, me. right. Like the right. latest video about why I hate Japanese TV. I had to learn how to use a blue screen uh, in a way that I'd never done oh, before. Wow. Ah, okay. Superimpose myself into a miniature diorama. And I enjoy <laughs> that. Every video is like a creative challenge. There's something yeah. new to be learned, something new to be discovered. Yeah. I don't have the kind of personality to keep putting out like regular I, I, content. I, I think you do. I, I think you just, you just all, I, I think you have the personality for it. I, yeah. I think that maybe you just, you know, like maybe, you maybe, maybe, I, I don't know, but well, like, I, I, I just enjoy that kind yeah, of- Yeah, no, understandable. Yeah. understandable the, um, yeah. The filmmaking process, really. Mm. You know, whereas I, you guys probably yeah. like the kind of commentary aspect, right? Discussing, debating things. Mm. Anime, you have so many topics. You I think it's discuss. more, uh, for us, it's more just like we get on camera, we make a fool of ourselves, our audience likes it and laughs at it. Moving uh, on to I, the next I, thing, I, right? I felt like a huge like weight was lifted when I stopped editing my own videos. I felt like I actually had yeah, time, to, a time, like, time yeah. to start planning Absolutely, more. Because yeah. you know, I'm uploading normally like, you know, every five to six, like five or six days. Yeah, right? yeah. So yeah. it's like constant. And like, Cause I think for me, Gant talked me into getting an editor. No, yeah, I, yeah, I remember yeah. the exact conversation. Cause it was like when I first like went to Japan and met him and I was like, wait, you still edit your own videos? What, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. Like you, you, you can- <laughs> No, because like I had that same thing, right? Whereas like, I actually like quite enjoyed editing and like kind of, taking what I had filmed and like making something I mean, You still edit some of, of your own videos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I, I edit half of my videos. Yeah, I haven't edited a video in like two years. Yeah. Because I, okay, go, I, go I, I, I very much like, in, I still enjoy like editing my videos. And I think yeah. like every time I do go and edit my videos, it kind of like reinvigorates my love for like video making. Cause yeah. like as, as cool as it is to like hire Mudan, who is the editor for this podcast. Absolute MVP by the way. Absolute beast. Like as, as much as Mudan is fucking amazing at editing my videos, like there is like, a little part that just can't be replaced no matter what. Oh, right? no, I don't, no, I don't know. No. I, I feel like it, it's a it's a job that you can pay someone to do and it speeds up your process. And because the thing is, right, I, I'm, I'm, I'm not an editor, right? Mm, if I right. ask someone whose main job is being an editor, yeah. they can do the job way better than I ever did mm. and like get a huge weight off but my But I shoulders. feel like a lot, to me, a lot of your own personality can come through in the editing as well. That's true, this but is like, true. Like for me, I still, I'm in very heavily involved in the editing of my own videos, but mm. what what I realized is that a lot of a lot of my time spent editing is can is just like pure like manpower. You know what I mean? It's mm. it's it's like cutting up clips, mm. um, just making making the timeline usable, and then afterwards that there's that like twenty to twenty to ten percent where you can really add your own personality. Yeah. Right. And, yeah. and and what I what I did was like let's let's see if I can work with an editor so he can take the workload off without making me lose my own personality because that was mm. my biggest concern when hiring an editor is mm. like is my personality Absolutely. still gonna come through in the editing? I feel that's a weakness for me to some extent I've never handed it I did actually put out uh, like an advert for yeah. an editor on, on Twitter in January and I got like 500 people and I was mm. like well I could do but like but then I was editing I was I produced a documentary about the tsunami um, mm. right. tsunami, tsunami documentary about 20 minutes and that's something that I just didn't want to cut corners I didn't want to have to describe it with someone I want to do it myself and dive in you know yeah. Yeah, and yeah. I think if I was commentary videos are typically kind of set in one location yeah, right yeah. Whereas a lot of the videos I do are set over many different locations. That's true, that's and it's true. Like, yeah. The editing is much more intensive and much yeah, more yeah. complicated. I mean, yeah. it definitely took me like a long time for me to finally like give someone the reins mm -hmm. to yeah. like, and, and like, at least with my videos, like I give my editor 
100% creative freedom, but that's because not only do I know that my editor knows my shit and like my style, mm. but mm. also because I myself am personally a fan of that person's work. Yeah, and I and yeah. and I see that person's work. Like I, I remember how I found like Mood on my editor was like he had his own YouTube channel, and I was like, this guy's fucking amazing. Editing. Yeah, he's amazing. And he like is. his sense of humor is exactly the same as mine. That yeah. was like the biggest thing is finding an editor with a sense of humor. Like, because if you do yeah, comedy, you yeah. need someone who's timing, and yeah. also. One big thing in, in at least my videos is that, especially with like the host club, the, if I'd have edited that, I'd have cut out so much of the cringy stuff, right? Because yeah. I see me and I'm like, <laughs> if I'm editing- You want to like, show the best of yourself, right? Right, yeah, but yeah. he'll leave that shit in and yeah. then I'll be like, all right, I look Makes like an idiot, but, it, right. but it's funny, right? Yeah. Like I look like a fool, but okay. You know, it's it's, it's nice to get like a second opinion yeah, on yeah. that mm, kind yeah. of content mm. because it's like, oh, actually now that you did leave it in, yeah. It is actually kind of funny. And like, mm. I, I I would have otherwise cut it out myself, right? I mean, Chris, your videos tend to be really like well-produced as, as we've discussed, but I'm wondering like, do you ever like scrap any videos that you've like filmed out like in areas? I'm really interested because I, I feel like you're a perfectionist almost, dare I yeah. say, you know. I've, I've filmed entire videos and be like, nope, and deleted it. Really? Got rid of it. really? I had a video yeah. as, and I've had videos I've made and gone, that's it just doesn't do well and I unlisted it. Like I did a video really? on Japanese mascots, wacky mascot oh, characters. I remember so you, up, <laughs> so you uploaded it and I then took it down. It got 200,000 views, which is like, it's, it's a lot of views, but it's, right, right, by the yeah. start of the channel, it's, it was like half. And I felt like something was wrong or people didn't watch it. I don't mm. know. And I was like, that's not really. Enough, so you just took it down? Yeah, I listed it. Oh my God. I could I, never I, do I that. Specifically I specifically remember that video and I'm like, oh, this is a little different from what <laughs> <laughs> no, I think I remember this. I think you were saying on Twitter, right? This was like not too long ago. Like a year I think you could just see the desperation in my eyes. And I, I filmed that at a very bad time, like the Fukushima right, documentary right, right. that right. I put a month into it bombed. And then I had the mascot video and I was not yeah, happy and I wasn't mm. funny and that bombed. Yeah, and yeah. I was like, I am fucked. My YouTube career is done. It's always like that. If it's always two, like that. Two or three bad videos in a row. You're like, oh no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I'm dying, I'm dying. I've, yeah. I've, I've had this conversation with Connor where you, you know the tool where they show you they when you upload a video tool. and it shows you the okay. ranking based so, on the last 10 uploads yeah. that you've done. You guys watch this, won't know, but YouTube makes you feel like shit <laughs> if your video does bad. The analytics are like, your video is rubbish. And like, it goes all color red and it's like yeah. lots of yeah, arrows yeah, pointing yeah, down. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's not even red, it's gray. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, no, it's gray if it's inside. mediocre. It's red if it's bad. Oh, okay. Yeah. And you feel dead inside. Yeah. That just goes to show I'm you've done. never had like an yeah, yeah. No, 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 because, because I, I like, I just stopped checking it. Like I, I, I mm. because I realize there is basically no winning when it comes to checking this tool, right? Because yeah. if, okay, the only time you feel good, if it's like number one, one or two or if three. I don't feel good. I feel content. No, no, yeah, yeah. You feel like you feel like you feel, and if it's average, you feel like oh, nice. Okay, it's gone to the point that's now good. with me where it's like the last, my last video as of the yeah. recording of this video is like number four. Yeah, and usually it's like oh, cool, it's in the top half, right? Yeah, but yeah. When I saw number four, I was like, oh, fuck really? It, it could have yeah. done better. <laughs> so like, so like, it just fucks with like. I, it it just fucked with my mental health so much. Yeah, Cause, yeah. cause it does do that though. No, it, it, it really does. And that's why like, I just had to stop checking. Cause I'm like, no, yeah, no matter what, I come out losing 90% oh, yeah. of I, the time. I remember when I was like fucking obsessed with the analytics, right? Like I think, I, I think every YouTuber I think goes every YouTuber point. goes through that point where they just like constantly <laughs> look through at the analytics and they just see like the, just the most minor of changes. And they're like, yeah. oh man, yeah. this didn't do as well. This didn't do as well. And then the moment where I'm just like, you know what? Fuck it, I'm just gonna upload a video. Fuck the analytics. Yeah, as long absolutely. as it's like, as long as I'm happy with it, fuck it. I do find my mood is determined by how well or how, you know, how a video is done. Yeah, same. If it gets I really well, it. then I'm like, oh. and this is because I do spend, you know, two weeks right. sometimes. Yeah, 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 yeah. I guess and the so stakes are higher with you. The stakes right? are higher because yeah. I make 
less videos. It has yeah. to perform well. It has to be good. And so if it does well, I'm like, yes, I'm in a good mood until yeah. the next video. In that sense, around. I feel that like you and Gaunt are probably yeah. a lot more similar. Because right. yeah. like my upload schedule is like one every two weeks. If, yeah, if, yeah, yeah. if that sometimes, you know, like yeah. I just went with a month of not uploading and that like killed me. I'm, I'm in that position right now as, as of filming. I haven't released a video in about one month. Yeah. I've been working on it for two weeks on and off, trying yeah. to make it perfect. And, and you're like, if this, if this video is not a banger, if it doesn't hit, then I've just, I've just taken a month off and absolutely. I've got nothing to show for it. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. And I feel that way. So it has to perform well. So if you're watching this, please go watch my video. <laughs> hit the like button. We'll, we'll, we'll link to it. We'll, we'll have it in the cards. Links in yeah. the description. Links in the description. Do something nice. <laughs> like, yeah, no, I, I feel that pressure though. By yeah. doing, you know, that sort of, approach you have to make mm. sure every video delivers yeah, yeah. that's like why crap. i'm so scared to like go to like an upload schedule of like you guys or like you know like if with you know john tron or something like that mm. where it's like once a month or no. like once every couple of months because i'm just so afraid of like like the situation of like oh what if i upload yeah. a video yeah a month in between and it just fucking bombs i, I mean i i feel like when I moved to Japan, that's what I'm trying to like get towards, like trying to get towards those big videos at the host club. Right. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get, but those videos take so long. Right. right? Yeah. So, yeah, they do. But it was, but it was like the, a, it was a scary transition yeah. for me because I've used to upload daily. <laughs> Right. I don't know how anyone uploads yeah, daily. Honestly, I think, I think you have to be a psychopath. Yeah. <laughs> my, my, first, my first three years, I uploaded daily. I, I can see how you could yeah. kind of do that when you're like back in university or something. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? You, you gaming as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think gaming in between. So yeah, yeah. that was fucking easy, right? But like- yeah. What, play a game, seven parts, done for the week. Yeah, like it got to the point where I realized I was doing more gaming videos than actual anime content. I'm like, okay, that needs to change. And so I just scrapped all gaming content. And then yeah. I went from like a video daily to like once every two days, once every three days. Now I'm like once every week, essentially, mm. once every yeah. six days or so. And I feel okay now because I've like gradually put myself in that state. But I, I guarantee that if I went from this current schedule of like once a week to like once a month, I'd be shitting myself. Absolutely, yeah. But like, did you guys feel really bad having to keep your schedule? Cause that stresses me out. Yeah. Like if like knowing I have to upload on a certain time, like that's, that's sometimes I, I, I hate having a deadline like that. Mm. Th cause that fucks with like, cause, cause I have to think, oh, do I have the creative freedom to try and do something else? You know what I mean? Well, mm. I mean, this month I've been working on a video why I hate Japanese TV. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, I've, I've, I've almost finished it and I think, wait a minute, I want to do one more scene. And no, I keep adding no. to it. Oh, no. But I mean, I've been wanting to do this video for years, right? Okay, okay. Uh, I've wanted to do a Japanese TV video for years. So this is a special event for me. Yeah. Okay, My okay. catalyst for doing it was, uh, do you remember <laughs> on Japanese TV recently, there was a clip of someone going, Koro a pende. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is a pen. <laughs> And they did a comparison. They had a Japanese lady with a tissue in front of her face going, Koro appendus, and the tissue didn't move because the Japanese language is so eloquent and beautiful. <laughs> and then she spoke in crude, disgusting, virus-spreading English. Said, this is a pen. The tissue went like that, and the spit went everywhere, yeah. and the virus went everywhere, and it was conclusive evidence. The yeah. English language was... That's why virus. the virus is more Friend of the viral. Yeah. It, wasn't yeah. mass, it wasn't an absence of mass testing or the... Widespread use of masks. It was Corey Appendes, British people, <laughs> Americans speaking in bloody yeah. English. Because I, I made a I made a sarcastic tweet after I saw that clip on I'm Twitter, so frustrated. where I retweeted and said like, "Oh yes, you because did. every foreigner in Japan goes around asking what a pen is." <laughs> yeah, exactly right. <laughs> speak for yourself, Joey. Speak for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> is this a pen? <laughs> <laughs> is that a pen? <laughs> is that a pen? <laughs> so that was like okay. 
I'm doing this video now. I've wanted it for years. Yeah, and yeah, I'm yeah. doing it now. That is the catalyst. So that was my main driver to do a video on why I hate Japanese TV and talk about my experiences being on TV. It's so such a shame this. for me as well because I... Like I've, I said in episode three that like, you know, a lot of my Japanese and my appreciation for Japanese culture and the Japanese language came from Japanese TV. Like w- if I wasn't watching anime, I was watching, you Takeshi's know- Takeshi's Castle. Yeah, Takeshi's Castle. Yeah, we we oh, love that. that. We talked yeah. about it last time. Yeah. yeah. yeah different variety shows. British and like, as I, as I got older and like into my high school years, I watch a lot of like talk shows mm. because I was just genuinely interested in like how talk shows work. And I, and I started to like grow an appreciation for that. But then that- entire illusion just got completely shattered the moment I went onto one of those shows and I realized just how fucking fake that shit is. I feel like in general, they're they're, they're pretty very open about just like, kind of like softly anti-foreign. Like not, not saying bad things about foreigners, but just like, yeah, no, you're right. They like to like, just like, oh, just saying. They, they do say pen rather loudly. I don't want to- With a hard uh, yeah. like, not, it, That's how it, it's this, right? It's never direct. It's just like, we're not yeah. saying there's yeah. any difference, but they just happen to say the P sound. Did, did, yeah. did you just say loud. the P word? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's, there's undertones. Yeah, of yeah, the yeah, yeah. Nationalistic yeah. sexualism on right, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I actually did script a segment on that and I was like, I don't want to open up Pandora's box. Oh, that's that's like nationalist exceptions. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I know what you mean. You don't want to get into that. And you, and you I, yeah, I scripted that, that and I talked about. Yeah. It. I was like, I don't. I, I want to keep it funny and on point, and that is a dark turn. Yeah, segment out. It's an uncomfortable topic, right? People don't like it. Is yeah, stuff. yeah, yeah. There yeah. absolutely is there. You know, like Japan is special, right? Japan is better. They kind yeah, of yeah, hint yeah. at that mm. in the rhetoric of Japanese television. Yeah. And, but it was like, no, I don't want to open this box of shit. Yeah, so yeah. It's not worth it. You know, yeah, I don't want to go like, down that Oh, so you hate Japan. You know? <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, exactly. And I, I, I'm, yeah, this is, I'm a bit scared of this video because I think this is the first time I've been critical to some extent about Japanese culture. And that's something you just don't do. Because yeah. why are you here? Why are you in Japan leave. if you don't like yeah. it? If you don't like yeah. it, leave. Do, leave, do get out. Do you find like, that you can't really be openly critical about Japan on your channel then? I can, no, I kind of can. Are. But I feel like I don't have that many criticisms. The thing is, I have had a very positive experience in Japan. I've never felt I've suffered any racism in my daily life here in eight years. Mm. If I had oh, wow. some openly racist, unpleasant experience, make no mistake, I would comment on that and okay. I'd make a video yeah. about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I've been very lucky and I've, my time here has been very positive. So I, yeah, I mean, I really don't have much to draw from in terms yeah, I mean, of bad same, experiences. Same, same if I did though, I would be the first to comment on that. And because I would we be all know there are a it. lot of J vloggers who are like very quick to like make Absolutely. a video on like the whole like xenophobic, like, oh, I experienced Absolutely. a racist thing and- right. Yeah. I mean, sometimes I, I kind of wish that they would show some restraint when they do, because sometimes you watch it and it's like, that, that wasn't really like worth talking about. Like, the, you know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> yeah. they looked a bit funny in the supermarket. <laughs> well, I mean, on the train here, no, it was like the busiest train ever, but the seat next to me was empty. That's how it is, right? Is that yeah, racism? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Debate. I've noticed that. Just start coughing if you want to see it real fast. <laughs> it's rush hour. I'm sorry. I can't take any chances. <laughs> there's, things, there's things like that. But like, I've never felt like uncomfortable. To no, no, same, no, same, same, same. Uh, so you know, so I Which is like rare, right? Because you live in, you don't live in Tokyo. I don't live in Tokyo. I live in North Japan. And I've traveled Japan extensively, oh, like man. so much. And I very, I, I honestly can't think of an experience where someone has been openly racist towards me or done oh, something that's yeah. made me feel mm. uncomfortable. Um, but I've kept an eye out for it. Make mm. no mistake. Uh, yeah, people always content. go, <laughs> I want that content. But people message me going, is Japan racist? You know, what am I going to expect? Mm. And those bars where foreigners aren't welcome, they're few and far between and they're that's often right. in tourist areas where there's a bar that has regular customers and they probably just don't want 
foreign customers mm. coming in because right. they can't communicate in English. They don't have that respect. Hitting on that point, I, I watched a video of yours again last night. Again, I, I went, I did a deep dive in your Holy, channel. You went really I really, deep. I wanted to be prepared. You are, so <laughs> you are so good at that. You went really deep in your I research. did, I did. In, in 2018 of October, <laughs> you uploaded the video where you were like, how long will I live in Japan for? And yeah. in that video, you were like, maybe like another three years. Right. But we're getting close to that point, Chris. And I was wondering like, what are your thoughts about that now? Oh yeah. Or, or is this gonna be something you discuss in a video in the future? No, there's no, there's, again, there's still no plans to be honest. Like yeah, before yeah. I leave, the one thing I always want to do is to, to film a short film, to make a, okay. a film, actual like- Yeah, yeah, I think, I think you could definitely yeah. pull it off. I mean, and everything, well, everything I've been doing all these years has been building up to that moment. And right, right. recently in all my free time, I've been studying like, cinematography and stuff. And um, that is the one thing I want to do. So I feel yeah. like once I've done that, maybe. Maybe, okay. Yeah. Right. Well, if if you did ever leave Japan, how well, how do you think like that? I mean, how would that affect your channel? Right? It's abroad. Guess, it's yeah. abroad in the UK. Yeah. It would just be abroad. Like, like, <laughs> do you almost feel at times that like maybe you're like not not to say like hostage to Japan, but like that you're kind of like you're like well, my job is Japan. Like, can I leave? Right? To some extent, uh, not really. You, no? you okay. think so, but not necessarily. No. Um, yeah, I mean, my channel is, let's face it, the reason the channel's so successful is because most of my viewers are interested in Japan. Right, right, right. Uh, and I'm fine with that. I do have a second channel called A Broad Perspective. Right, right. Clever. Maybe, maybe <laughs> you <laughs> But I mean, you upload a lot of videos where you just you just chat shit to the comments that you get, right? And it's, and it's fantastic, right? And Absolutely. you clearly have like, the charisma for Oh, they're replying to hate comments video? You have a lot of comments where you, a lot of videos where you just, you know, reply to comments and those get just as many views sometimes as you're yeah. maybe- They do. So I feel like, you know, even if you did leave, you could easily transition to I something do, Yeah, else. I mean, I do think if I had to leave Japan, God forbid, there would be a future, yeah. I would be able to do something. That's good, And yeah. I would be able to pivot and create a channel that's focused yeah. on comedy or commentating or something. Mm. But really, I've always seen my YouTube channel as a YouTube channel and also a stepping stone as, uh, stepping stone to getting into the film industry and doing right, something right, right, right. in the world of film. So is that like your ultimate goal after YouTube? That is my ultimate goal. And oh, 2020 okay. was, is supposed to be, was supposed to be the year that I did that. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. So is that, is well, that in that video you That's kind of been a bit like, delayed, <laughs> even, even, even what's going on. The, yeah. These things move slowly, right? Like, yeah. yeah. So, you, so you have like no interest in like staying for the foreseeable future? Like, I think I'll be here at least another three years. Yeah, Make no okay. yeah. yeah, I don't have a like, it's time to go now, end goal. Like I have to leave Japan. Like I did no say plan. three years. <laughs> <laughs> More realistically, I, you know, I'll probably be here permanently another few years. Oh, and then maybe see? I'll transition to the UK and I'll come back to Japan. But could you right, see yourself right. like if you did stay in Japan, like eventually, like you've done so much content in mm. and around Japan. Mm. Could you ever see yourself at a point where it's like, I've literally run out of, every idea that I can think Ooh. of that's like interesting enough in Japan. Because you know, like as you think so, as diverse you? and as like interesting as all sorts of rural sure. places in Japan are, if you cover also all the interesting stuff, eventually you'd think you're gonna run out, right? So like, could you ever see yourself like getting to that point or would I you probably so, bail actually. before that happens? It's a good question. People ask that a lot, like, oh, you fed up of covering Japan. And mm. I think there's always a new angle, a new story to be found. Like recently I've been working on a series um, about business owners in Japan. So I've made a series about uh, a guy that owns a sushi restaurant mm. and what's it like, and he's a good friend of mine in Sendai. He owns the biggest sushi restaurant chain in Sendai. I've got another friend who owns a Wagyu restaurant. Mm. And I've been oh, wow. chatting with him and we're gonna make a video on that. Mm. So focusing on people is another option, right? Mm. I've never yeah. really done that. And it's something I've always wanted to do. So focusing on different people, um, so I always think there's another angle, there's another story to be told. I don't yeah. think, you know, I've got 20, 30, 40 ideas at the back of my mind or written down a document that I can go with. 
Yeah. So there's no absence of content. Yeah, because I feel like as a YouTuber, especially if you're on the platform for like a very long time, mm. you, you eventually have to think about evolving your content, right? Right, right. Because right. Yeah. like anyone, like if you pay attention to the world of YouTube, anyone who's successful in here or, or has been for a very long time, their content has to like, slowly change over time or yeah. you have to try to yeah. explore yeah. new things and i feel like one of the biggest challenges is trying to figure out what you can kind of get away with right because yeah. what 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 i what 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 i fear most is getting pigeonholed into like one type of content mm. right? yeah, mm. i mean yeah, like, i love anime right um but like have you ever felt like you wanted to make content outside of anime or like something that's not about japan itself i mean that's like what this podcast is for. <laughs> <laughs> I can finally uh, talk about shit that's not yeah, like specifically yeah, about right. an anime yeah, or whatever, yeah. right? Because I do have so many other like interesting yeah, like yeah. things that I do want to mm, talk about. Yeah. Like, I, I ha like I love anime, don't get me wrong, but like I also like a lot of other things. And unfortunately I can't really talk about that kind of stuff without it being very unnatural. Well so, yeah. she love. I'm, I mean, I like what you love. Meaning of life. You know, I'm like like before anime. Like I was, uh, I was in like like four different bands. Yeah, you make a yeah. lot of music. I make a lot of music like yeah. on the sidelines. So like, I've always been very passionate about music. I've always wanted mm -hmm. to like talk about music, and I did that a little bit on my second channel, but mm. obviously didn't really pop off all that much, right? It's time so. to make a new channel, Joey's song. <laughs> Joey's music, song. Just the one music song. man. Just the, the one, one song. <laughs> the music <Yeah>. man. <laughs> that's, that's a comment I got a lot. It's like, if you talk, like uh, I had a bunch of my audience, which was like, if you ever like start talking about music, you, you should just music, call it the music man. God. And I was that close Pitching to making yourself a, into another yeah, hole. I was <laughs> that close to making a channel called the music man. And, and like the one. The, yeah, yeah, the eye's gonna be the one. Yeah. <laughs> The one, genius of, of your brand, your brand. You just have to need the man, and then something in between. Right? Yeah, exactly. And, and, and a one. <laughs> as long as there's a one in there somewhere. Like, yeah. I mean, you have to bear in mind. I was literally doing like Sebastian. My whole channel was impersonating. Yeah. A black, a I'm honestly black surprised black. you managed to escape that pigeonhole. I don't know how I did it. I took so many tries. I remember so many videos that I did weren't that weren't that fail. But I was like, yeah. no. I'm, I I know this is good. Yeah, I'm gonna mm. make it work. And then like what, like five years later, I'm making host club videos. They're pulling way yeah. more. You know I, what I mean? Like yeah. it's, you yeah, have to yeah. be persistent, and it's hard because you're gonna get discouraged when no, you it is. that isn't normal or mm. what people mm. are used to. Because yeah, yeah. people don't like what you know they they aren't comfortable with. And the thing yeah. is, if you, I'm sure you guys will have this. So you, you've asked your viewers for suggestions. That mm. never works. And they give you the the this. They're like, do the same thing again, <laughs> but slightly different, please. <laughs> oh yeah, Look, yeah. And, it's, and it's just like, all right, well. You clearly don't know what you want. Yeah, right? exactly. Right. They, yeah. they don't know what they want so a I, lot of I the times. That, yeah. Yeah. yeah, and you just have to be like, I, 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 like you said, right? You found a story, you found the people to talk yeah. about. You're like, maybe people wouldn't click on, you know, when you started, why, why would someone click on Natsuki the documentary, right? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But you've built it up to the point where, okay, people trust you and they understand that you, you go into that kind of I thing. I think that's the works. end game with any successful YouTube channel is to build it around your personality. That's yeah, true. That's, that's something true. I learned very that's quickly true. on mm. and yeah. I spent years getting out of. Yeah. And I think you've done an amazing job at doing that. I mean, I watched Natsuki the documentary and I don't know, like if you'd have pitched that to me before <laughs> I watched your channel, I'd have been like, yeah, no, I'm okay. I don't. You know. Yeah, I was like, I, I, I didn't know Sid Vicious's grave was in New York. Like, that whole yeah. 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 was amazing. It's so funny. I was like, okay, a very good tangent. But yeah, I mean, it's it's that kind of evolution that you really like strive for, right? That you can, mm. you hope you can make an hour documentary on your mate who's just fucking around in Europe, falling over in a wind tunnel. Yeah, right, yeah. Right. right. That's that's like, and that's a. I think that's a, a like a testament to how well you've built your you and your brand, right? And that's the. I mean, that yeah, that's the end game. You want right, to build yeah. it around yourself. You want to build it around your friends. You know, yeah, yeah. and find the right people to put in front of the camera, like Natsuki. Exactly, I mean, he's ridiculous, but yeah, yeah. You you can tell you're careful with it. 
Like, I, I feel like you're not just like, I mean, I'm sure if there's people around you and you happen to film, you put them on, but it, it, it seems very like selective the way you, who you show and how you show them on screen. I don't know if you think about that much, but he's funny. He's funny. <laughs> I mean, I've met Nasky before and like. <laughs> do, and do, are you very like selective about what you show? Well, you have to be Natsuki. Natsuki has come so much ridiculous stuff. Oh, you shit, have to be okay. very careful where. What was his nickname for me again? It was Jelly, right? <laughs> We did an event last year after Journey Across Japan, off the cycle, where all the guests came to one room in Shibuya. Right. And Joey was like, oh, it's Jelly. And he thought Joey's name was genuinely Jelly. Because yeah. he'd seen Dr. Jelly and just thought, oh, maybe because his name's Jelly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and he didn't, yeah. understand Do- he didn't understand it was a pun because of the jelly and everything. Yeah. Yeah, he yeah. thought, oh, it's Jelly. Yeah, it's yeah. Jelly, isn't it? So, yeah. And that should be your new name, Jelly. Is, is, jelly, yeah. Is, is I mean, it is on your channel. Jelly the Anime Man. <laughs> That's the new podcasting name for Joe. Jelly. <laughs> is Natsuki genuine like a really good mate in real life? You guys hold oh, him yeah, out? He's, yeah, he's like, like one of my best, best mates. Oh, okay, yeah. okay, yeah. I mean, that well, comes sh- off that way, definitely. Yeah, yeah that's what he, I thought. I was yeah. like, I've been shocked if you're like, nah, we just fucking fuck him. I hire him. He's a good lad, yeah. Those genuine relationships are really important. And yeah, that's the best bit, you know. It's been really fun as well, taking Natsuki along for the ride a guy that lives randomly in this kind of backwater of Japan that no one knows about and then he's right. been thrust into the global just thrust into the mm. world of the internet with mm. millions of views it's kind yeah. of been quite interesting living vicariously through his experience right so. mm. but I feel like we've all done a pretty good job in like building our own personal brands I mean I'm sure if we look at our content like five years ago it's completely different yeah, to I what we're doing my content I mean I mean the, the fact that we can make a podcast like this and people yeah. are happy to tune in when yeah. it's completely different to our normal stuff and yeah. a lot right I mean I remember when I stopped having to do like anime reviews and I, it, it was like a conscious choice there's there was a point when I just I, I I kind of realized that anime reviews just didn't really have a future on YouTube like re- remember the back in the day where at, like anime content was just reviewing anime shows and you needed to give it a score oh yeah, thing like yeah, that yeah, yeah. Yeah, Chris, you remember right yeah. you remember oh. right? <laughs> you remember right. the girl days, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I loved it. Satoshi Kon, one out of ten. Yeah, but like it was really scary just to like have to like stop doing that because when you do new content and all your audience is like, why, why aren't you doing this kind of old content anymore? You, you kind yeah. of like, you kind of just have to trust yourself that you know the best direction for your channel, even if a lot of your audience is like, yo, I, I miss you I, for that I, old I stuff. I think I kind of got blessed in that aspect because I came into the YouTube world when the reviewing scene was slowly dying. Mm-hmm. Cause like when you were around back in like before 2010, yeah. that was, anime content like all yeah. of anime content was like if you're not making a review on a certain show yeah it's not anime again content. this is what, like what i said earlier right it's like people just don't know, think outside the box they right yeah yeah, yeah. In there and they think that's what i can do because like i would watch those like kinds of reviews and i'm like i could very much do that but i knew that like i wasn't going to be as good as like mm. Giga yeah. or like some other like ogs in the community so i'm like okay i've got to come in with like a different twist yeah and mm. i think in terms of like uh, my inspirations for like my early content, I definitely took inspiration from like just general vloggers like Ryan yeah. Higa or like, you know, Smosh back in the day where yeah. they would just like fucking turn on the camera and they would just talk about whatever the fuck was on their mind. Yeah. And like, I don't know, like, uh, cause like my first video was, wasn't even an anime review. Weirdly right. enough, it was just like, I, I was fucking complaining about the dub of Samurai Champloo. That, that was my fucking, that was my first review. It was like sub versus dub, which is better. So I really came out the gate with like the most controversial shit. It's a, in yeah. it's a good dub. What do you mean? Shut the fuck yeah, up. I, yeah, okay. We're not in, getting into that. But now. in that video, but in that video, I trashed it. 
because I was like, no, nah, I, I didn't like dub whatsoever. But like, I yeah, think Chris, like- Chris knows, Chris knows. But like, bottom line is like, I would look at these anime reviews mm, yeah. and I really enjoyed them because I was like, I would genuinely get like good recommendations. Did you guys watch each other back then? Because you'd have been going back at the same time. Like yeah, 10. kind yes of. Yes and no. Yes and no. So <laughs> they, were, when, they, were, they were like, no, I don't watch. Yeah, so hey, okay. But this, this actually transitions <laughs> nicely to the next question then. Uh, next topic I think we can talk about, which is, so I took two years off YouTube. Right, BBC, uh, right? Yeah, I worked oh. at the BBC. Oh, wow, shit. Did this research. You know, you're, you know you're geeky, you oh. at the Wikia page. Oh, <laughs> damn. But you told me about Gun. We, told, we talked about Gun like years ago. What, what did I say? <laughs> this fu- this, this fucking Gun. <laughs> but no, like, yeah, I, I, I because I, I, had to, I had the point when I needed to make the decision. Okay, because I, I did YouTube when I was 17 and then mm. I did it throughout uni basically. Mm. I graduated and I was like, okay, do I pursue this as a job or do I do I, do I do a normal job and do a, a nine to five job? And rem- I remember when I finished uni, like it was unheard of to basically make money off anime content. You know what I mean? Anime was like, I was at the top of basically like the AniTube sphere at that point, And I had like barely a hundred thousand subscribers yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah. and um, like I, I, I wasn't monetized. Um, really? Yeah, 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 yeah. Wow. What year was this, 2007? This was this was like 2011. 2011. Yeah, oh, 2011. No, because monetization back then was like a MCN really- only, right? Yeah, it was MCN only. It was like a really oh. new thing. And me being an AniTuber, like I'm who the fuck gets monetized on, for, on YouTube for anime, right? So it was, like I, I had basically no revenue streams that I could basically point to um, because I saw, you know, vloggers and other people making money, but I was like, I, I have nowhere near the numbers mm. that are, mm. that are capable of make generating income. So I made the conscious decision to like, just quit YouTube and do, do a full-time job. And in that time, Jerry rose up so quickly. Bastard. So Gosh. quickly. <laughs> this, this man. And, and, and I'm like, Holy, what the fuck? He's getting over like 500K viewers? What, the, subscribers? What is this? Yeah. What is this world? It's his swanky hair. <laughs> <laughs> it's like bird nest of a hair. Yeah. That's what it is, yeah. I, base- knew, I know he knew he'd promote protein. Yeah. <laughs> he was made for it. He's got a face for protein, jelly. And, and <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> I think you just on. Yeah. Jelly. And basically it was in that two years or like two and a half years that I was gone that I, yeah. I, I really saw an audience in the anime sphere that I never had seen before. And I was right, like, right, right. holy shit, maybe, maybe I could make something out of this. And I remember it was Sydney that actually convinced me to be like, go on, just shut up. You've been talking about this for too fucking long. Quit your job and just do YouTube, okay? And I was like, Fine, I'll like I'll, I'll give it a go, but you, you know. went from a good job at the BBC to doing anime. That's quite a big leap, right? Not yeah, most people aren't in that position where they've got oh, a good yeah, job and then they move to. Anime. I mean, did you enjoy your job at the BBC? No, um, I, I was I was I was going to quit either way. So so the, so the reasoning was I was like looking for a new job anyway. So I was like, this is the perfect chance to do something risky with my life. And basically, because I had this thing on YouTube ages ago. Like I didn't even know if anyone still watched me or whatever. So it was nerve wracking coming back to YouTube, right? Cause oh, yeah. I went to the, you know, like I said, like the, the top of the, the AniTube game, which wasn't really that big looking back, but it was, it was still like gone from that to almost complete irrelevance. So I didn't know if anyone still remembered me or anything like that. Mm. Two years is a long fucking time yeah. in YouTube terms. 
And so it was so fucking nerve wracking having to choose to come back to YouTube. Um, I remember the conversation with my parents when oh I said, God, I'm gonna yeah. quit the BBC oh and do YouTube oh to talk about anime. They were not happy. <laughs> <laughs> they were not happy at all. They, they tried everything to convince me to like, okay, you wanna quit the BBC? That's fine, we understand. Just, just, just find another job, please. That <laughs> degree gone, that's good news, come on. And basically the only way I was able to convince them was I had like, I made the decision like half a year before. So I had saved up all this money in that time. I'd, I'd done nothing, didn't, didn't really go out or do anything. I just put it all into my savings. Right, I'm like, right. look, mom and dad, I've got all this money in my savings. Just let me do this for half a year. If it doesn't work out, I will quit YouTube straight I, away. I remember the video when you came back because it was yeah. like pretty big news in the yeah. amateur world where it's like Giga, who's like, like super OG in the amateur community. Everybody knows who he is, even with the two year break. Mm. He's yeah. coming back, right? Yeah. Like when that happened and your video you, where you were like, I'm gonna do YouTube for a year. And if it doesn't work out during that time, I'm disappearing again. <laughs> I remember you said that in your yeah, video. Yeah, 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 yeah. And people were like, Pressure. well, we don't want him to disappear. So fuck yeah. it, like, let's give him this attention. And yeah, sure enough, him. there yeah. you are. Now you're- That's a great me. Number one. <laughs> you don't like my videos, I'm deleting <laughs> all of them if you don't support me directly <laughs> support through me a direct done. deposit to this account. Cause like the biggest thing that made me, that allowed me to come back to YouTube was Patreon. Did you guys experience the same thing where when Patreon first launched, it was like, if you if you had a Patreon, you're like the devil. Like, I can't believe you are yeah. trying to make money off YouTube. That's why it took me yeah. so long to launch a Patreon. Yeah. I, I, was, I was late to it as well. I, th I had the idea in 2015, but I didn't do it till 2016. Yeah. yeah. And and now it's become an accepted thing. And I, you know, I pay, Braun Japan has pays a heavy debt to Patreon and the folks that support the channel. Oh, right, same. Yeah, yeah. It's enabled me to not just think, I need to put out videos every day. I need to like, I can actually think creatively yeah. still. I yeah. don't have to put Squarespace in every video or Audible. I can yeah. turn those mm. down and focus on doing what I enjoy doing. Yeah. yeah. And I think it's a great model. It is, you know, it your is. Your own viewers actually believe in you and do something with yeah. it. Yeah, because like I, uh, it's it, it would be impossible for so many people to do what they do, including me when I started without a Patreon. Um, and it just it just changed the game so much mm. in terms of people who could do YouTube for a job, which is leads me on to my next question is like, when did you guys realize or made the decision to be like, this is gonna be my job. This yeah. is like, like gonna be my livelihood. For, well, for like me, um, when I was teaching English, I did YouTube as a side hobby, right? Right. And in about the second year, I had about 20, 30,000 subscribers, which I was like, wow, that's a lot of people. But I said to myself, look, I'll consider doing it full time if I hit 100,000, because I think from 100,000, you've got a strong support base there to mm. actually build up from. Yeah. And so that was the turning point for me, 100,000. Right. But I didn't make much money from it. And I had to take out a bank loan of like, I think it must've been like 10,000 pounds. Oh, you're oh. really? I was like, this is it. It's like make or break. And I took wow. that out. Wow, Damn. I didn't know that. And, uh, yeah, so I had to Paid off, pay that yeah. off. And, yeah. But that worked because I was able to create content that created ad revenue yeah. from those videos. I built up more subscribers from those subscribers. I was able to launch Patreon. You, you have to yeah. invest. So in there the was channel. a strategy yeah. there and didn't it underpinning it all. Um, and that's that's how the mm. channels worked really. Did, did you get any pushback from any like family or friends when they when they found out you're gonna like, you know, stay in Japan and keep doing YouTube? No, no, no. no. My, well, my family's like, been, Pretty sportive. And also just, they just don't mind. They just, yeah. they've yeah. never been like, you have to do this. You know, like, my yeah. British parents are kind of just like, you don't have Asian parents. No. So. Yeah. Like yeah. Right. Exactly. telling, telling to an Asian parent after 
your the their, yeah. after their yeah. son has just <laughs> gone through four years of university to get a master's degree and then get a job at the BBC, yeah. that they're going to quit that to talk about anime titties. If you like, were my son, I would be angry. Like I remember my dad just telling me. I can't believe you're just like wasting you're four years nice of my son. life. <laughs> I can't believe you've done this. <laughs> I, 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 I was, cause I was doing, I was my third year of uni and I fucking hated it. And I was really like- I didn't enjoy yeah. uni either. And I, I, it, but it was because I, at that point I had really found like voiceover and I'd found a bit of, I was dabbling in YouTube and I really felt like for what first time in my life, I found something that I enjoyed mm -hmm. doing, right? And I was terrified to tell my parents. I was like, oh my God, like, because I was going to do a master's in engineering. Yeah. But I was like, all right, I'll just do the bachelor's in my head and I'll, I'll get out. But I was terrified to tell my parents because, you know, my brother, he absolutely killed it. He was the model son, right? When, mm. when did engineering, did aeronautical engineering, went into an amazing job and is doing great, right? Perfect British son, right? Did the, yeah. the, the, the track. And I was like, I kind of want to just fuck around in London and make videos, you know, like do some commercials and stuff. And, and to, to their support, they were like, Okay, we'll see. Like, <laughs> I, I guess that's the pressure that comes with like not being the firstborn, right? I yeah, mean, I mean, yeah, true. I, I, I think my parents said they haven't said this, but they were like, if he fucks up, he'll deal with it, right? Like, yeah, <laughs> we'll, we'll help him out, right? But if you know, we'll let him do it. We'll let him fuck around. He's twenty, yeah. twenty-one, I think. I was. No, I think I my family that. didn't even believe I was moving to Japan. I was like, I'm going to go to Japan. Like, yeah, sure you are. Uh, I was like, and then like yeah. a week out, I was like, I'm off to Japan next week. Like, okay. Oh, right, yeah. I was like, literally at Heathrow Airport, like, I'm going to f get the Virgin Atlantic flight now. They're like, <laughs> yeah, sure you are. And I was like, I'm in Japan. They're like, oh yeah. They just yeah, didn't be back soon. Be yeah. They were like, this is so weird. Why is he moving to Japan? What do your parents say about that? They're just like, oh, all right. Well, good luck with that. Wait, so <laughs> how, how old are you when you moved to Japan? I was 22. Wow. Okay. It's just after university. You're right, same right. age as me then. Same age, yeah. They were just like, oh, nice. Keep going. Have a Yeah, I'll be at the pub when you're back. <laughs> <laughs> no, what about you, Jerry? Because uh, I mean, you were you were doing YouTube videos throughout university as well, weren't you? I mean, I started in my first year of uni, and then thank God, in my third year of uni, I went from like. 50k to like half a mil. Oh, so you can easily. Like yeah. that, yeah. that was like fuck you money to like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My God, that getting, must have been the best uni experience dude, I yeah, could ever think I, I of. I remember getting like 400 pounds of ad rev and I, and I was like, yeah, guys. <laughs> I'm gonna buy this round. <laughs> That's like twelve instant ramen. It, no, right? it was like it was like because you know it's like one pound shots, right? You're like yeah. five shots, boys. I got this. <laughs> I got this. Everyone <laughs> <laughs> was like, really? Because in uni, it's like it's, it's like. like 30 quid for an hour. I was like, yeah. yeah, that's pricey, isn't it? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. Like, it's like my, my loan's not gonna pay for this. What the, where the fuck are you getting your money from? I mean, I mean, at least for me, like it wasn't so much like the aspect of like, oh, do you have enough money? Where, yeah. where it's more like, you know, because I have family here and I've spent like literally yeah. half my life here. My, my parents knew just from how much I loved and respected Japanese culture and the language that I was going to move here eventually. Mm. And I was like, if, if, I, yeah. if YouTube never like went off for me, I was gonna move here and do some kind of fucking IT job here, right? Yeah. Um, because I, I even like, um, I even interned at a at an IT job here when I had like thirty thousand subs or something. Yeah. So like, and and during that intern as well, every day I would like just 
be like, oh, do you want to go out for a drink intern? And I'm like, no thanks. I got to record a YouTube video. <laughs> and I would do that. Like I would go back to my cousin's place. I was staying at my cousin's place at the time and I would fucking come back and fucking record a YouTube video yeah. because I knew that like, if I kept going with this shit, it was eventually going to lead somewhere. Sure. Yeah. And thank God it did. So by the time I graduated uni, my parents knew, like it wasn't a secret oh, to my, enough, my parents enough, yeah. that mm -hmm. I wasn't doing YouTube. And they were like, you know, silently following me on my whole YouTube thing. So they saw like how much I blew up in my last year of uni. Where when I said to them, hey, I'm thinking to move to Japan to be a YouTuber. My parents are just like, yeah, I mean, it seems like you're making enough money. Yeah, you yeah, fucking yeah, go yeah. for it. And like, I made a promise to my mom. She's like, cause typical Asian parents. She's like, yeah. okay, I see you're being super successful and you're probably making more money than most uni graduates right now. I'll make you a deal. If you're able to continue this by the time you're 24 years old, then I'll let you do it for for the foreseeable future. But if I'll not, let you do it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Drag you yeah, home. Yeah. Like, but if not, <laughs> but if not, you have to go and get a real job Whoa. at the age 24. Yeah, and intense. I'm I'm no, almost 26 no, now, still doing it, baby. <laughs> because the biggest thing I had to like explain to my parents, one of the biggest thing my parents were worried about was like the concept of being a YouTuber mm. as a career, yeah. right? Yeah, as yeah, as yeah. as opposed to be like, okay, you're, you're making money, you know, yeah, you can keep doing. It. But like when when I quit my job, I was like. Uh, how old was I? Fuck, I was like 25-ish, 20. I can't remember exactly when I came back. Some, I'm sure someone in the YouTube comments will know, but it, it was like, you know, I was in like mid, my mid twenties and like the concept of quitting my career job to do a YouTube yeah, yeah. thing, even like even if I was making money was just so alien. And e even to yeah. me, like I didn't even know if I, if YouTube could be a career that I could do for years down the line. Right. Like, has that been ever like a worry for you guys? Like how long you can basically do this for? I've and always, what this I've could always lead to? thought to myself, because it's really hard with YouTube, right? Because as of right now, there is no previous example of someone being able to do this for like 50 years. Oh, right. right. It's, it's not like it's not That's like true. every other entertainment industry, like the movie industry or the music industry, where there are examples of people who have been able to do it their entire career from like their twenties to their seventies. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Because YouTube is like what not even fifteen years old at this point. We don't know if it's gonna be the next TV or if it's just a fad. Yeah. Right. Get ready for TikTok. <laughs> yeah, right. We're last year, last yeah. year's news. You never know, honestly. So like, it, that's what's like the scariest thing about it. And I think that's why mm. I've slowly come to the realization that like, I can't put all my eggs yeah. into the YouTube basket yeah. because you really don't know if it's one day, it's just gonna fucking disappear. Yeah. yeah. I, right. I, I, do, do you have a plan or anything? If YouTube fell through, do, do you have like a backup? For what, I mean, what I you guess for do? you, it'd be the film industry, right? Right, I mean, sure. That will teach English again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to teaching Japanese students how to pronounce the word salmon. Salmon children, salmon, repeat after me, salmon. Yeah. How to say it. pen without yeah. pronouncing the P. This is a pen. pen. A pen. No, no, no. Teaching <laughs> a high school in Shiva. That's my backup plan. No, my backup plan. Uh, yeah, it's just like- I haven't thought about it. Just, I believe yeah. that it'll be all right. Yeah, yeah. So yeah I yeah, think yeah, YouTube will be okay. YouTube, we've talked about the turmoil of YouTube, how dodgy yeah. it is. But at the end of the yeah. day, YouTube is fairly stable and it is fairly okay. Yeah. Mm. It's, it's got, more sustainable than I think YouTubers like to make out. It is, it is. It is. Yeah. We, we like to play devil's advocate a Definitely. lot And I've got a, a podcast I do as well. Occasionally I do sponsor stuff, I've got Patreon. So I have lots of different avenues. Yeah, there. of course. Yeah. If YouTube falls, then hopefully I can bounce back somehow. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Make my transition to the film industry. But that's why I do have my eye always on the future. Right, right. Moving yeah. into film, moving into TV, doing something like that. Yeah, yeah. As yeah. a backup. But at the end of the day, really, YouTube will always be, for the foreseeable future, 
hopefully 10 years that's my main bread yeah. and butter that's what i do that's what i enjoy yeah. doing the, the way i see it as well is like you know it's not often you get an opportunity like this in like your life <laughs> no, right? yeah, so yeah, even, yeah. If, even if it did fall through so fucking what well, I, I had a good time yeah right? yeah I yeah, did yeah. Well. His, if you even if you were like a millionaire if you were right, right. worth 500 million dollars <laughs> connor you probably still do what you do yeah, now. You yeah, yeah, it, yeah, right? yeah. It's, it's you, what I love to do. You don't right? do it for the money. You do no, it because yeah. you actually enjoy commentating, you enjoy the yeah, creativity, yeah, you enjoy the fun. And I'm yeah. sure that's the yeah. same to you guys, right? Yeah. 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 You, I, I love the creative aspect for it. Like I went through absolutely. four years of engineering to realize yeah, I don't want to do engineering. Yeah. <laughs> you know yeah, what I, I mean? I feel like that's engineering. In a <laughs> you, you do th I, I did engineering as well. You do three years of engineering to realize, I don't think I like engineering. <laughs> like I do. I remember I, I was I distinctly, I remember this. I was in my dissertation, my final dissertation, and I did some electrical engineering for it. And I was like, I think I like electrical engineering more than what I've been doing. <laughs> and I was like, fuck. <laughs> like, you know, it was like kind of like, shit, I've been doing a mechanical for three did years. You know, did you have a diploma or? Did I have a diploma? Or diploma. Diploma. Diploma, diploma. Or a diploma like a, a bachelor or something like. Special boy studies. No, I did business and English uh, linguistics. And oh, you did oh okay. For that. Yes. Oh, wow. Did okay, bachelor's yeah. three years, yeah. Okay. And then straight to Japan. And straight to Japan. Damn, okay, yeah. But I feel, I feel like that is a litmus test, right? If you had like a billion dollars, right? Yeah. You'd right. still probably want to do what you do now, right? You'd oh, still yeah. Still want to probably live in Japan, experience yeah. the country, no, yeah, and yeah, also yeah, make definitely. videos and entertain people. And that yeah, is yeah. the main thing, right? Yeah. Right, right, That's right. the main test yeah. if you enjoy it or yeah. not. I've, I've always wanted to, and I think the other boys can detest to this, but like I've always wanted to ask you, and I'm pretty sure I've oh, asked God. you personally about. <laughs> How you got to do your TED oh, talk? Dude, I oh, that. I completely forgot I, about I really, that. Because I fucking love TED talk as a, as a meme. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, welcome to my TED talk, right? Like I love yeah, that. Yeah. So I, I, yeah, we, we really wanted to know, we talked about this earlier. Yeah. We want to know how you got that, how that opportunity came up and like, just, just walk through the whole process. Yeah. I don't remember. Someone sent me an email. <laughs> don't going, remember. What someone sent me an email. Going, do you want to do a TED talk about uh, being a YouTuber in North Japan and talking about what it's like? It was at Tohoku University, right? Yeah, it was yeah. Sendai University. University. Oh, damn. Tohoku yeah. University, which is one of the top three universities in Japan. Wow. Right, actually. Okay. And they were like, do you want to do a TED talk on how YouTube can be used as a way of in, like encouraging people to come and talk? And I was like, yeah, all right. But I was, I'm quite nervous at public speaking because right. oh, no, it's yeah. quite scary. Going yeah. from you doing this where it's three, four drunkards in a room just chatting in front of a Canon, <laughs> a Canon EOS R camera <laughs> to standing in front of 2,000 people going, Excellent, brilliant, wonderful. Like yeah. Just like talking, <laughs> trying to be bold, yeah, yeah. It's a whole different ballgame. It, no, it, it absolutely is. Because like, there's no feedback. You're just talking to no. a camera. You know, I, I fucking mean. love making a fool of myself in front of people. I don't know why. Get <laughs> yourself on TED. I think I'm too British, you Get know. Get yourself doing a TED talk. Yeah, right? I want to I do a TED I've talk. I've like unironically said, like, I would love to do a TED talk. <laughs> what about? About any, like Dr. If, Jelly. Dude, honestly, if someone was like, can you do a TED talk about why anime is awesome? I'd be like, fuck yeah, I'll do a TED exactly. talk Exactly, and it's gotta be right? something you're passionate about. And then yeah. you asked me talking about how YouTube is a great tool for promoting North Japan. And I had lots to say yeah. on the subject, given that I'd done it for five years of that. I mean, yeah. I mean, I saw the video and you seemed like quite natural about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I was it. the last fucking speaker of the day. And yeah. I was like, I'm, as I said, I'm nervous doing public speaking. Yeah, yeah. All day. yeah. And this is the biggest speech I've ever done in front of a crowd. It was like yeah, 2,000 yeah, yeah. people or something. Mm. And everyone's talking and I'm the last one I'm just sitting there like just shaking <laughs> <laughs> and then you go up and you're like I need to act cool and I'm like yes and there's like a timer 
before you. Oh, I've got is a really? oh. fucking timer. Oh, God. I'm like, 15 minutes, go. 14, no. 1459, 1458, 1457. You're like, uh, uh, YouTube. <laughs> YouTube's good, isn't it? And people love YouTube. And like, was there yeah. a part of you where you're like, shit, I've timed this to one minute and I, 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 went, I went 10 <laughs> seconds over. Oh my God, I've got to speed Just, the rest up. I remember watching loads. I, w- I remember I watched Ken Robinson, which is a really good TED talk. Yeah, yeah. Ken yeah. Robinson, he talked about how schools kill creativity. It's one of the best speeches on yeah, yeah. TED and one of the biggest, yeah. most viewed. It's a great speech. And I just thought, I'll just do that. So I watched like, <laughs> Ken Robinson's speech like 20 times. And I was like, I'll just walk like him across stage and I'll deliver lines like this in intonation. And I just, I remember I comment like, Mimicking his intonation. Yeah, like, yeah, I'm just doing yeah, like yeah. Ken Robinson, and it worked. So did I you just, just do that? Yeah. Just did you that. did you do like a lot of prep? Worked. I scripted the speech, and then in my apartment the day before, I literally just did it ten really? times just in a row. One, one, like, yeah. Ten times go, and I just did it once, and I did it twice, like a tally chart, and I was like, uh, like five times cross, yeah. six times, and that's all there is to it. Yeah. And yeah. that wasn't, it wasn't too bad because obviously you can just wing it in English. Yeah, yeah. Right, right. right. I did a Japanese speech contest once and then that. I wanted to ask you about oh, that. Yeah, that yeah. was extremely difficult. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because it was in Japanese and you're not allowed to deviate from your own script because the judges had, had your the script. script in front of you. If you like go oh, off a tangent, oh, they're like, God. nope, it's shit. You went off on a tangent. <laughs> that sounds so So Japanese. you have to be like word yeah. by word perfect. And so I'd done that and that was obscenely complicated. What was the yeah. process of that? Like, how did you get Like, how did you get into that? And then, like, I had to why? focus on like one paragraph a day over how, like, how a long two was week it? period. Like, how long it was, was a 15 the... minute speech delivered entirely in Japanese. And I wrote it in English, we translated it and uh, perfected it. And yeah. then I just broke it down to paragraphs. Right. I used a memorization yeah. technique to get through it. At that point, how good was your Japanese speaking? Oh, I could. Like, <laughs> like, like, conversational, less than conversational? I was, no, I was, I was conversational. Okay, I've been okay, learning okay, Japanese yeah. two years by that point. Okay, okay, yeah. And the year before, I'd done another yeah. speech contest and I just forgot it. I got like three. Yeah, I remember watching like this video last night. Two paragraphs. <laughs> and I was just like, saw this there. And all, I, oh, fuck, I've forgotten it. And I was like, uh, and I just bombed. So I had to read it off a sheet and it was really awkward. I was like, I've got to learn from that experience. The, mm, next year, I'm going to fuck right. this fucking speech contest. I'm going to do it. And it worked, you know. Yeah, I, I yeah. went all out. But so doing that really prepared me for the TED talk. Yeah. And after that TED talk, I was like, okay. I don't feel that nervous about public speaking anymore. Yeah. Now would you do another actually... TED talk if you got the offer? Sorry? Would you do another TED talk? Yeah, probably. I don't yeah. know what I talk about. <laughs> about <laughs> how <laughs> awesome Japan is. Yeah. The value of strong zero. <laughs> why, why the West needs strong zero. Why yeah. the West yeah. needs strong zero <laughs> as a beverage. No, because that sounds like my worst nightmare. I hate public speaking and I've only gotten better about yeah. it because I've you know, done panels and like, yeah. It's, yeah. it's like a fight, I, fight or flight kind of situation, right? But yeah, you, yeah. you, once you've done it a few times, you do learn to enjoy it. Yeah, mm. yeah. I mean, we, we, we just dragged him out recently to do a video shooting in public, oh, which he'd never done before. That was, that, that was hell was for me. Uh, it's, it's not out yet. It's actually gonna be Ooh. out like into this weekend. Well, it, it's, it, out it, it's out by the time of this recording. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Basically we went yeah. around at Akihabara and buying as much stuff as we could for 500 bucks. Yeah, yeah. This is all the stuff. Uh, this is the challenge, oh, and we, right. had a, we had a bunch of challenges, and uh, he'd never done any video or anything yeah. like that before, and it was really fun seeing him like <laughs> suffer slightly. Did you get like spotted in public while you were filming? Yeah, I mean, uh, we we had we got permission to film where we did, but there were okay. still like people there. But yeah. I think the biggest thing for me is that I'm just like my videos have are scripted. They're like yeah. perfectly planned, right. perfectly like I, I know yeah, everything I, that's I gonna know. yeah same as me. Yeah. yeah, so like when you just stick a camera in front of me and just expect me to just talk and like the podcast is different because I got you guys. It's it's like right, a conversation, right, 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 but conversation. like I, I I need that conversation. I need I need that bounce back because Absolutely. if it's just a, if it's just a camera and I'm like I'm kind of I kind of speak and I almost like instead 
instinctively wait for a response. And then, <laughs> and then I realized that no response is coming. So I start panicking. So I'm like, oh, oh shit. Um, did, uh, uh, did, did, did I make the point I was, I wanted to make? And, I just, <laughs> and it's, it's like, the first time I tried filming the intro for this video, I I, I was just like panicking. Um, people are looking at you. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I just, I just, oh, I just wasn't used to it. Um, but no, cause I remember my first panel and I was equally as nervous for my very mm. first panel. Mm. And there was, it was, it was like back then it was only like in front of like 50 people or yeah. something. Have but, you yeah. been to an anime convention? I haven't, I got invited to a few. But I, wow. I, I felt like I was misplaced because I. I think you could. I, I literally just. Oh, so, if it's about Satoshi Kon, we're in. <laughs> if it's not, probably are so. Yeah. I feel like you'd be good on the panel, like, like oh, yeah. If yeah. it's about Japan stuff, yeah, maybe. I yeah. Don't know. yeah. I yeah. mean, like, if you're talking about something you know about and you're passionate about, it's it's easy mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. my experience with public speaking had come from school, right? Oh, and God. What an awesome my, my, worst place. My, 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 my <laughs> God. Like, doing, doing presentations in university. That's actually worth something for your final grade. It's oh just God. like fucking awful. Yeah. I gave the fucking worst speech for my dissertation. My dissertation had failed completely. I had built I had built these renewable energy devices that just did not fucking work. And they, and they were so poorly made. And I had to like, it's like selling a product that you know doesn't work to someone. <laughs> yeah. And I remember sitting there and, and, I, and I knew within like two minutes of this like 10 minute speech that my, my professors, they, they knew it was fucking shit. Yeah. And yeah. I had to keep selling it like, but it's very renewable you see. And uh, <laughs> when the water comes up, <laughs> the magnet will power the, I'll literally explain like basic like physics to them and it should have been like way more in depth. And somehow they gave me a good grade. I think, cause I was hopefully at least somewhat charming. Because and, it was yeah. very renewable. I think yeah. I was like, I was just like playing it off and I'm like, well, I guess it just, uh, I, I remember I was like, it should work, but it just doesn't because I, <laughs> because I didn't make it work. And then they, they started laughing and I'm like, all right, well. <laughs> the jokes in. Yeah. Well, I, yeah. I, I genuinely think the joke saved me. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, cause they, they were like, all right, it wasn't fucking awful. Yeah, because <laughs> like I remember, like okay, here's his thing. Like I, I remember back in, back in my university days, I I, I had kept my the fact that I was a YouTuber or did YouTube videos completely secret. Oh yeah, how, same. Because my my roommates found out immediately when they heard me fucking making anime screaming noises. <laughs> no, in my no, no. Because because like anytime I would record, my 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 housemates would be like, oh, were you were you practicing for a presentation? And I was like. Yeah, I was uh, practicing for a presentation. They, they believe that, they believe that. Dude, I remember doing like moaning for like a character or something. And I came out of my room and they were all just outside looking at me and I was like, hello. <laughs> Going to go get a glass of water. <laughs> <laughs> see, I see. Because when I was at uni, I was like attending uni from home, like from my yeah. parents' place. So like, I had the oh, privacy. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I had to travel like two hours one way to like Man, go to uni every day, and then two hours to come back. And so like, I was like. The only people who heard me was my sister and my parents, and I wasn't. I wasn't like doing weird like. Holy question. <laughs> I mean, I wasn't doing like weird moaning yeah, yeah, shit, yeah. right? Yeah. So I was like, <laughs> that's I all. Mean, that's all you, man. That's yeah, all yeah. you. That's all you. I'm, I'm still stuck true to myself. Yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah, yeah. I I was unlucky because obviously I was a teacher, and in my second year, my channel really took off. And my oh, no. I don't know how my students found out about me, but they did. And so every time I went from being Chris and said to YouTuber, oh. and I walk oh, down the corridor, no. and I'm like, hey, YouTuber, and I'm like, oh, yeah, again. 
<laughs> that's kind of awkward and weird. Yeah. And you, yeah. should, you should have yeah. corrected them being like, it's abroad in Japan. It's not just a YouTube channel. <laughs> it's quite an awkward situation. Yeah, yeah. To have 1,200 students shout at you, be like, oh, yeah. but isn't it, isn't it so strange now how we've gone from that to like, at least in Japan, all these young kids wanting to mm. become YouTubers. I mean, yeah, it's like yeah. Up, West right? Days, right? Like if you ask kids nowadays, they tend to say they want to be YouTubers. Yeah. They yeah. used to be rock stars, right? Yeah, yeah, rock yeah, stars yeah, yeah. Or like sports stars or yeah. like something like that. Now I'm like, why? Now why? It's why? why? Yeah. No, I, I mean, I get it, but yeah, at the yeah. same time, it's like, it's it's very stressful at times. Um, I feel like if you're not like mentally like strong enough, it can really break you. No, but for me, like compared to getting 100K, getting a million just for some reason mm. didn't feel as good. Yeah. Oh, you know no, what I mean? No, definitely not. not. It just felt like it ticked over, you know? Yeah, it's, yeah. It's like when like your car hit like 100,000 miles, like, yeah. <laughs> and, and it's just like, I feel like mental health and just taking care of your mental health is like such an important thing yeah. to 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 think about when, when you're becoming a YouTuber. Mm. Nobody really thinks about that when they say, oh yeah, I want to be a YouTuber. Like You've, cer you've certainly got to grow a thick skin. I mean, I yeah. do read most of my comments on my videos. I feel yeah. like no, same when here. I make a video, it's like hosting a party and you want to be there for the party. You don't want to just make a video and then fuck off. You right, want right, to right. be there for the house party, mingle with the guests and then go to sleep at 4 a.m. And I love that, and I love that. Uh, but if you do read the comments, there'll always be the ones that are like, oh, you're fat now. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, your your like, comments are fucking brutal. Yeah, like, guys, oh, you look like, someone called, said you look like a retarded Elon Musk. <laughs> <laughs> No, oh I my don't. god! Okay. Those are funny though. I think it's the ones where they do like just the littlest jab that yeah. really gets you. Yeah, where, yeah. Like, where they might have said something about that one thing in the video you were insecure about, yeah. and it just ruins you. You're like, fuck, my whole day is ruined because of that one comment who just hit the right thing and yeah. didn't want them I mean, to I got my fair share of that when I was on your journey across Japan. Videos. Well, I think you always get it when, as a new person on the channel, like a few yeah. guests got that. It wasn't just yeah. you on Jenny Across Japan, Joey. Yeah. Like uh, my good friend Pete, who I do the podcast yeah. with, yeah, yeah. he got that as well. Because mm. yeah. he was a new guest, and he was very different. Mm. And right, right. you're always going to get that, I think. I mean, how do you guys deal with hate comments? Or like, how I don't. I feel, like, <laughs> I feel like as a YouTuber, the what, what a normal person would consider hate and what a YouTuber would consider, you have to really push that that goal to like, like yeah. Because if you if you consider even the slightest thing hate, you're gonna- yeah. you're Right, gonna be, that's the thing, right? It's like, it's like it, it depends like, it depends on what they say, right? When, yeah. If it's something like very like opinionated, like I just don't like so-and-so because I just don't. Yeah. And it's like, you can't really do anything about it because that's just their opinion. Yeah, yeah, But yeah. when it's like really persistent and really petty, that's when you're like, okay, and like I, what's, I, I, what's your issue? I like, find some of those funny. It, it's the, like I said earlier, the ones where they just find that one thing you're worried about. That, that specific they thing. They somehow find like, it. They, they, they know what you're insecure yeah, about. Yeah. There's, there's that one thing, like you, you, can, you can have like the worst hate comment in the world. Sometimes like a yeah. one sentence comment yeah. just like bothers you yeah, for the yeah. entire oh, day. Yeah. And they're like, I, I've had comments of like, you're an asshole. I'm like, that's funny. Yeah, <laughs> but then they'll just like, that, I can't remember what it was. That's, I read one recently. I was like, fuck you, you got me, bitch. I hate, <laughs> I hate you so much. And what was it? So what are you, my therapist? Like? <laughs> yeah, it was like, it was, yeah, like that, right? Yeah. They, they, they just hit you in like where you were, like you were insecure about it. And you're like, yeah. God damn it. Like they got it. But you, 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 you just kind of learn like, all right, yeah. that sucks, but I've got to yeah. get on with it, right? I, if, I, if I let it affect the videos, then you know, mm. yeah. I mean, that's what, what doing, right? I feel like the the craze that phase is over, but hate mail reading comment 
you know, reading those videos. Those hate that. Yeah. yeah, those are really fun. I feel oh, like you can't really do it anymore. I feel like it happened like three years ago. It's it was yeah, really yeah. popular yeah. in like two thousand. It was. Yeah, 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 yeah. I did. I did one like three years ago. Mm, I've done yeah. three videos and rode that wave, and viewers always loved it. Because mm. yeah, yeah. the comments I used to get were just ridiculous. Like I hate. British men that speaks with the mouth like Pitbull was one of them. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. like, what? Verbatim quote that one. Like, that was, stuck that was so good. It's like, okay. <laughs> Some hate comments are just like so brilliant. You want to like, put on a t-shirt. Yeah, yeah, you know, I know. Like, right. that's, that's when you pin the the, the, the good comments. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah <laughs> such yeah. a good insult. You're like, oh, I'm a pin that. I'm a pin yeah. I used to hate everyone that called me a faggot. I hate the word faggot. <laughs> oh, I called you that. Yeah, you are a fucking faggot. Because <laughs> like, in the UK, we have faggots, which are like meatballs. Right? Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm not a meatball. <laughs> like, oh right, yeah, North America. It's much yeah, 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 yeah. That word always drove me up the wall. Um, but yeah, it's just yeah because I f- I feel like you adapt, right? You adapt, you learn. You have to. I mean, it it kind of sucks, right? Because like as like anyone, like any influencer, I gotta hate using that oh, word, but like dirty word. Oh, the words I don't want to be associated with me, but still is associated it's my with second me. Second no least favorite word next to content yeah. creator. But like like. <laughs> A lot of questions I get from like other smaller creators, like how would you deal with hate comments? How 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 did you not let that affect you? And I think it fucking sucks that all you can say is you, you get it. used to it. Yeah. And that, that that's not that's not a solution. That's a fucking coping it, mechanism. Yeah. It's sad you know that what it's I mean? A part of the job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It. Do you remember when when you started uploading first and you got that first dislike? And you were like, who oh. fucking did this? Why did you, <laughs> who, who disliked this? Yeah. How? And then now, yeah, now you should accept that for some reason you'll have a thousand and you're not really sure why you yeah. have a thousand, but mm. you're like, that's normal. Mm. I, I expect a thousand. Yeah. And then when you don't, when you don't get a but thousand. But when you think about it, like when you think about a thousand people surrounding you who just fucking dislike yeah, you, it's yeah, just yeah. like, it's, oh, okay. It's weird. But I remember there would be like, I had a friend who, when they started out, they had like a mental breakdown when they got a dislike. They right, were like, right. they're like, who disliked it? No one in the comments said they disliked it. Right, who right, did right. this? Why do they do it? And it's like, it's like, oh, you just got to deal with it. Like, yeah. you just got to get over it. I'm sorry, man. No, because like, um, I, I I remember one of the hardest lessons I had to learn was just learning that you can't please out of everyone. Yeah, and mm. there, especially like. I remember a point when it seemed like every everyone everyone was positive about what you were doing. You know, you, you didn't really on, get- That's what how it is. Yeah, right? yeah. And then you started, you, you reached this point when people would just start hating you, like as a person or may, like they personally dislike your personality or something about you. And you're like, I don't know why you dislike me. I've never met you. I've yeah. never seen you, mm. but you seem to dislike me. And I'm just like having to learn that there are just going to be people that dislike you is like one of the hardest things I've had to learn. It's, it's still a thing I think uh, I still like have to like come to terms with. Is yeah. that like you'd like some people are just going to dislike you. Yeah, and it sucks that you have to accept that, right? I, I feel I, especially when, like, you know, when again, like, because the large majority of YouTube is American, and I don't want to say like Americans don't get sarcasm, but <laughs> a lot of them don't. And I mean, unfortunately, I mean, all four I mean, of us what, are what, very well versed in that. <laughs> when, things, when you right? do like, any <laughs> any form of jokes, right, it could fall flat, and to that yeah, person, yeah, I think yeah. The thing that annoys me is when people get angry about me swearing. Oh but yeah, that, that that's me. really common. I get people like, stop, you're ruining Japanese culture by swearing. I'm like, yes, me speaking words is ruining an entire culture. <laughs> yeah. back yeah. three, 4,000 years. <laughs> <laughs> a word can bring yeah. down a culture. That yeah. is hypocrisy. That is fucking stupidity. Yeah. I mean, yeah. swearing in the UK is so ingrained in culture. It is, yeah. 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 Like, it and is. in like, Australia, it's much worse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, that, there are many- C word, like it's- I used to see, oh, my early videos, every video I said cunt. Like, <laughs> like two or three times at least. And there would always be that one comment, which is like, I don't like it when you use the C word. I'm like, yeah. 
I get it because <laughs> have you heard Americans say yeah, the word gross. cunt? Gross. It's it's like I, I like you know with with your mates in England or Australia you say you say it all the fucking time like yeah. all right cunt how are you doing yeah yeah but when you say an American when you hear an American say it's, you're like oh like wash your fucking mouth it's, yeah, it's, please it's so elongated in American <laughs> it's so like it's, it, it's the hard it's C. like your yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's the hard R as well because the way we we tap the R in, in like yeah. you know, British but in American they the R is a full sound mm. so. Awesome. No R in it. What the fuck am I saying? Hi, Marika. There's no R in the word cunt. Yeah, I was like, I was like, I was like, wait, wait a minute. I don't, I don't know. I was thinking about a different thing. I, <laughs> I have lost my mind. Man, I don't know what I'm going on about. Just take over. I'm, I'm out. I'm no, but like, yeah, I definitely like. I still get comments which are like, I don't yeah. like it uh, with you swearing because my kids are into anime and I don't yeah. want my kids yeah, to be I've affected by your yeah. Bro, look dirty, at, dirty look language. Anime titties all the time. What do you mean? Yeah, yeah, it, right. And it's yeah. like, it's like, like, yeah. let me do what I want, dude. Like, I'm sorry that your kids, you know, don't like when I say fuck or cunt, but like, I'm sorry, that's just no. me. Because, like, cause like to me as a Brit, like the word fuck has, is just like a filler word sometimes. Yeah, you, know yeah, what yeah. I, you know what I mean? Like yeah. sometimes you're just thinking, you're like, uh, what, what was I fucking saying? Um, Fucking fucking in British and Australian <laughs> language is like the equivalent <laughs> to like the word really. Whereas yeah. like, it's not really hard. It's fucking hard. <laughs> yeah, exactly, like, exactly. It's just right. an accentuation no, word, right? Anything, right? <laughs> yeah. We obviously weren't brought up in a Christian household. Yeah. My parents hated uh, me swearing, but that's another story for another time. Oh no, my dad's so, like swearing like a sailor. Cool. I mean, like, Australian doesn't yeah, matter. Fuck, like, that's, yeah. that's like normal, right? Yeah. Man. Well, no. I mean, uh, we got anything else to talk about? I guess not, right? I know. I guess that's, I think that's everything I had in mind. Do you want to shout anything out, Chris? Newest TV video, right? And, uh, <laughs> yeah, watch, watch Brown Japan. <laughs> Check out Chris's a, channel in the link video. below. When is this coming out? Uh, it's Early July. July. Early yeah. July. Well, the video I'm talking about now has come out already, so you should check it out on the Abroad Japan oh. channel. All right. Well, we'll link Thank it in the description. On, Chris, man. It's been a lot good. of fun. It's been I've I've not been in a room with like two other British guys in about eight years. So. <laughs> really? <laughs> really? Well, in Japan, anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. and you know, an Australian person is just a bonus, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's been a trip. Yeah, yeah, an yeah. exciting, transcendent experience to come yeah. to the anime church. So thank you very much. <laughs> thank, you. Yeah, thank you very much, guys. Oh, actually, before we Whoa. We're gonna make it a tradition that every guest has to like sign something. Oh wow. So we we've like prepared like a shikishi. Wow, it's the Japan style yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. Every bar or restaurant in Japan they have these and they've got like celebrities that be, they've yeah. never heard of. We'll be honored to have you. I mean we it. have we have like this blank wall at the back. Yeah. Uh, so I figured yeah. why not with every single guest that comes on the show, we get them to sign this and so that Do I have to write a special message or whatever if, you want to do? Whatever you like. In the meantime, thank you to our wonderful patrons for supporting this episode. Yes. Uh, names are on screens right now. Yeah, so if you'd like to support supporters. the show and uh, help us bring in more guests like Chris or other people, then uh, yeah, your support yes. on Patreon is greatly appreciated. Yeah. Yes, and you know, if okay. you enjoyed having Chris on and you know you enjoyed having guests on, you know, leave leave a comment as well because this is this is new for us as well. This Chris is finally our first guest. You guys have been talking about this empty microphone since since the first episode, I think. Can I see <laughs> what what did you write? He said, I love you guys, especially Jelly. And then this t- Tiny signature at the bottom right here. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Well, that's going on the wall. Great right on the wall. Yeah. God bless Jelly. God bless Jelly. God bless Jelly. God bless and jelly. here he is. Oh, it's gone. <laughs> <laughs> God.
Like, I know we're supposed to end it, but can I just quickly talk about how the first time I had to like, when, when someone asks you to sign something as a YouTuber and like you realize you don't have a signature as your YouTuber. So like- did I have, I have a doctor signature. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my, my, my signature that I used now was the first time I ever signed something and I was like, yeah, fuck it, I'll, I'll go with that. And I've yeah. gone with that for like the past four years. Brilliant. Like my, my, my signature as Giguk is, looks better than my actual signature. <laughs> like my, my, my actual real name signature is like fucking squiggles. But uh, there was this one time when uh, like someone asked me to sign something at a panel and I just signed it and he was like, can you, can, can you kind of sign it again? I can't, I can't, I can't really read this. And I was oh, like, yeah. oh, oh. I mean, oh. At, I mean, look at the broad <laughs> I, I can make out the C, but. It was, a, it was the pen's fault, not me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. What, what, what is that supposed to be? Is a C and a- I'm not explaining. Amazing, <laughs> amazing job. Thank you. Chris. Thank you very Probably much, not. Chris. Yeah. <laughs> Jelly. But yes, I, we hope you enjoyed this episode of Trash Taste. Um, I've been Giguk and here with me has been my co-host, the Hentai Man, Sea Dog, and Chris. And we will see you guys next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.